0: This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part.
1: Thank you so much. Good morning, everybody. And welcome to our show for this Wednesday morning. It is June the 8th. And the temperatures are going to be back up in triple digits later today. We'll have a complete uh, weather, but... I mean, I can kind of give you the gist of it. It's going to be up over 100 for the next 10 days in a row, it looks like. Got a little chance of maybe some rain in the forecast, but just a a small chance. Uh, 104 for the high temperature today. We're going to have more tickets for Lamb of God. Win them before you can buy them. And we've got tickets throughout the day and during the morning show. So we'll have a pair before 10 o'clock this morning and then listen to Veronica and Daniel. And Throughout the day, your chance to win tickets for Lamb of God and Killswitch Engage. That show is going to be October the 16th at the Don Haskins Center. But the tickets go on sale this Friday. Making all the tickets that we have for you this week. Win them before you can buy them tickets. Taking a look at some of the other uh, concerts that are coming to El Paso. We got that big free show with four great bands at Speaking Rock, Papa Roach, Falling in Reverse, Hollywood Undead, and Bad Wolves. And again, that is a, that's free, a free show. That's a free show at Speaking Rock Entertainment Center, August 27th. Wow. Iron Maiden at the Don Haskins Center, September 11th. And then we've got the Scorpions and Whitesnake. That shows at the Don Haskins Center September 19th. September is going to be a busy month. I think Interpol is also performing at the Plaza on September 11th. So we got a real busy September laid out. And, of course, more concerts and dates could be announced still coming up. Greta Van Fleet, November 8th. First time Greta's played El Paso. You can see Greta Van Fleet for the first time in El Paso, November 8th at the Don Haskins Center. Keep listening to win tickets to all these shows. Uh, like I say, we're giving away the win 'em before you can buy them for Lamb of God. And as all these shows get closer, we're going to have free tickets. I guess except for the free concert, the Bob Roach one. We can't give you free tickets to a free concert. But uh, be listening for that and also other concert news. Keep it tuned to 95.5klaq, our website, klaq.com, and the KLAQ mobile app. All right, let's find out what's uh, going to be covered on the show today. The great Nostra Dumbass is dropping by. Ooh, the great Nostra Dumbass. Up- That's visit great. Yeah. The Dumbass. Uh, I haven't heard coming from him up- in a while. Joanna, entertainment news. What do we have on the way as far as entertainment news goes today?
2: Director Todd Phillips has revealed that he is working on a sequel to Joker, and it officially has a script.
1: Yeah, I said I saw that. Uh, it looks like uh, Joaquin Phoenix is going to be back because it showed him looking over a script. Because you don't know, does he die at the end, or right, you know right. what happens? Does what happens to? Arthur Fleck. At the he end starts of joke. a successful stand-up career. Is that, that's the way you see that one playing out. <laughs> yeah, after shooting, after shooting Robert De Niro in the face on national television, he goes, yeah, on, he to goes on to a successful stand-up career. His okay. dream. All right. And
2: then all those other jokers come out of the woodwork. Right.
1: Yeah. Uh, so we'll have that coming up in entertainment news. Nico, Jimmy, in. What do we have in news today, or what's topping our headlines for today?
3: Well, a controversy is roiling the fast food industry in Australia, and it's making some people unhappy. And it has to do with climate change, supply chain issues, and inflation, but mostly has to do with cabbage. Uh, it started when an Australian branch of KFC restaurants put up a sign and said that uh, customers will have to enjoy a lettuce and cabbage blend instead of their normal
1: Lettuce. What do you get lettuce on it at KFC? Like uh, a the sandwich or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I never get a chicken okay. sandwich.
3: So. Uh, we are currently experiencing a lettuce shortage, so we're using lettuce and cabbage blend in all of our products containing lettuce until further notice. Um, well, that didn't make some people happy. Somebody wrote on Twitter, feels like a sign of the apocalypse.
1: Oh, that you got to get cabbage on your sandwich instead the of lettuce.
3: lettuce. Uh, somebody else said, as a cabbage stan,
1: I'm not mad about this. <laughs>
3: Somebody else said, I like cabbage and burgers. It's more substantial and gives more of a bite. Mm, I'm not sure about that. But in general, it has to do with Australia's flooding. They had several floods last year that killed about 22 people and it disrupted all of their agriculture.
1: I looked up at the TV the other day, and it's the White House press briefing room, but Matthew McConaughey is behind the dais, or he's behind the stand. God, you know what? He was there speaking where the president speaks to the press, and the press secretary speaks yep. to the press. Well, McConaughey was up there talking, but is like, that weird for you to see? Well, it was weird. And I, I was like, is, is he in the a, press briefing? Is room? this a movie? Is Matthew McConaughey playing the president? <laughs> uh, he was there talking about gun reform, gun reform, and talking about how to strengthen the Second Amendment as part of all this. And I think a lot of people found what Matthew McConaughey had to say. Uh, inspiring and mm. definitely hitting the right tone uh, in his speech. So we got, uh, some, we got some of that audio coming up in today in sound clips in a well, few minutes.
3: Well, a, 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 a red flag bill for gun control was just voted down in the House by Republicans
1: yeah Republicans say that they're not gonna let the raising the age to buy an a r fifteen go to twenty one they they're say also that not that's going a non starter red flag laws red flag laws they're, they're, they
3: they turn down a whole bill dedicated to taking guns away from people who might not
1: well do you know their uh, their argument on that? No.
3: Is, well, is that, oh, the government could use that to take it away from anybody. Well,
1: anybody, anybody could use it. You could weaponize it. Say you're having a feud with your neighbor. Well, your neighbor you can't calls just say it,
3: you can't just say things. You have you have to show evidence or prove. Like there isn't just like oh that
1: guy's crazy. Well, that's what they're worried about is that it will slip into oh this guy's a threat, so go take his guns away. And well, you're well, I'm they're, telling you what their they're, objection, their they're paranoia,
3: del- you know, <laughs> well. their paranoia towards it is also not something that's going to help.
1: I don't I don't think they see themselves as uh, paranoid but paranoid if they're not gonna say. go with the red if they're not gonna huh. if they're not gonna let anything move forward with the red flag law and not gonna think about raising the age to buy an AR fifteen to twenty one, what are they considering the Republicans that is? Nothing. Background check universal background checks. Uh,
3: there is zero political pre- like I said, yesterday a poll just came out that said about fifty percent of Republicans think gun.
1: Mass uh, shootings and it's are worth the price. Violence is not, it's not wor-
3: worth the price. Well, maybe worth the price, but I mean that's worth- really what you're saying. If yeah. it's like,
1: well, if it means changing uh, the rules of having a gun and background checks or anything like that, if it means changing anything, then it's worth it for kids to routinely be slaughtered in classroom. What I'm hearing is they're coming out in favor of that, almost like some kind of grim sacrifice. Yes. I mean, it's really ghoulish. Yes, 50% right of Republicans believe that's the future. Well, that's for, 50% of Republicans who don't believe that then. True. Or believe in some moderate version of it. So, if But you, you're, if never gonna, got,
3: you're never going to – there's no political pressure on these politicians to make any changes because there's 50% of their base that
1: isn't asking for them to do that. All right, but you combine 50% of the Republicans that you're saying, well, you combine the other 50% with – I don't know, something in the 80, 90 percentile of Democrats, you've got a majority. Yeah, but politicians aren't (laughs) going to care what the other side wants. Well, you know, anybody can vote in a general election. You can vote in the primary of your party. But when it gets to general election time, you can can vote for the politician of the other party. You know, that's an option available. That is true. Right. Okay, we got a lot of ground to cover today. Uh, a lot that we're going to be getting to. There's a new Obi Wan Kenobi. I very seriously thought about calling in like an hour late to work so I could watch episode four of Obi Wan on Disney Plus. I, I know you're not even joking
3: about this. You were you were thinking about that. Nah, you? I wouldn't do that.
1: <laughs> I will tell you this though. I I came in like five to ten minutes later than I normally do. Don't try and get breakfast. At the drive-thru at Whataburger. Uh, they You will they sit take there for time. 15 minutes. They do. And the truck in front of you will not even move. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I, I, I hate to do it, but I had to bail on my order. I oh, said in my mind, if, I, if it takes oh, no. longer than 15 minutes, I got to go to work. We were just talking about this yesterday. Yeah, I think. Whataburger. I like Whataburger. I think everybody loves Whataburger. They should put a thing. Their slogan should be, not fast food, so don't even think you're getting out of here in 30 minutes.
3: Oh, Joanna, I brought this up because some uh, g- people who stole a car uh, were caught because they went to Chick-fil-A right afterwards. Okay.
1: And, they and I was to- talking about how quick, even if there's, they got two lanes, 12 cars in each lane. They get 24 cars through before Whataburger gets one car. Through <laughs> it's true. Anyways, they couldn't get out of the line. <laughs> yeah. Because somebody pulled in behind them and then you're locked in. If somebody pulled in behind me at Whataburger, I'd probably still be there. Yeah. <laughs> as far as I know. Uh, all right, we have a lot of ground to cover, as I say. We're going to take a break, come back with today in sound clips. Here is your late-night roundup, which we do for you early every morning. A recap with highlights of funniest moments and notable moments from late-night television. Here we go.
0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. It is National Best Friends
1: Day. Just uh-huh. a preview of what's coming up on the Mo Show calendar. And daily almanac of events. We're going to have that coming your way here before too long. Well, prices uh, continue to go up on things like gasoline and groceries, and Mm -hmm. it has to do with uh, many factors. Global supply chain issues. I guess Ukraine has some effect on it. Right. But instead of uh, talking about what's causing it, uh, they had an article on CNN about different ways you can just cut back on spending. And it, I just want to run some of these by you. Okay. And tell me.
2: Is one of them biking to work?
1: <laughs> what? No. Biking <laughs> to work. I think I think a lot of most people realize you're very fortunate if you're in a position where you can bike to work. You can bike to work, ride. Right. Where they even have a place where it's safe for you to do that, mm-hmm. you, you live in. It, you, uh, you're very fortunate. Um, times are tight for a lot of people, and every penny counts. So, a few things uh, CNN posted that you might be wasting money on every month. You can tighten up and save some money. Uh, subscriptions you don't use, like magazines, but those are kind of old hat. Streaming services, for mm-hmm. instance, that you don't watch. You're I got right, a lot. I got a few right. apps that I bought, like Playboy TV. I bought that one that teaches you different uh dua Lipa. It teaches you different languages.
2: Dua Lipa. Yeah. <laughs> and,
1: and and so I don't use it anymore, but it's still on my phone and I see it come across as like ninety nine cents every month or whatever. Not to have it. Oh, but you bought the subscription for it. Yeah, I guess so. So oh, that's still yeah. ongoing and um a study last year found seventy percent of Americans You like that dadism that he does? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What?
2: I missed it the last few days. <laughs> he,
3: he says it to Maddie. I'm just, he says it to his daughter all the time.
1: Does
2: she get all.
1: <laughs> no, but she's really learning a lot of Spanish from, oh her, good. from, from her, Dua Lipa. From Dua Lipa. <laughs> from Dua
2: Lipa.
1: <laughs> she's very proud that she had like an 82 day streak going on. Nice. Uh, good for her. A uh, study last year, speaking about subscription streaming services, found 70% of respondents in a survey waste more than $50 a month. On things like that. That's a lot. It's over $500 a year. Well, I mean, I don't consider, for instance, I hadn't watched anything on Disney Plus since Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Me either. It th- went off the air.
3: Obi-Wan. But now that
1: Obi-Wan's on. Does Obi-Wan well, make the
3: whole subscription worth Yes.
1: It? Okay. See, even though I didn't really use, and I forgot Book of Boba Fett was right there this year too, but since Book of Boba Fett, that's like two-month fallow. I'm not. I'm not watching anything, and yet, as soon as oh, there's a new episode. You guys, <laughs> can we cut out of here a little early? <laughs> um, they they put ATM fees on here. Which can add up, oh, especially if you take out small amounts. Like if you take out 20 bucks here and they charge you 4 bucks to take out 20 bucks, you God, can see how
3: that. They, they really stack up. The one at Buck's Cabaret is not as bad as the one at Red Parrot, but. <laughs> Dude,
1: I've been to one at Spearmint Rhino in Las Vegas. Whatever you take out, the ATM fee is 20% of Yo, that. Yo, it's not even just a flat fee. <laughs> it's not, no, it's 20% of whatever amount you take out. Oh, my out. God. Uh, so they say options are. Get cash back at grocery stores. Most of them uh, don't charge you for that. It even prompts you when you're mm-hmm. checking out. I just I go to my bank. Well, because the last that's... time I, I I was in a bind, I I couldn't use the ATM at my bank because I was out of town, so I used a different ATM. And I think the service fee was something like four. Four bucks, four and a half bucks.
3: It's nice if you have a big bank that has lots of branches
1: everywhere. But no, if you, if you I don't. Have a, only two. If you have a community bank, oh, that's I the worst. only two bank yeah. branches. Here's a big one. Food waste up to 40%. Let that sink in for a second. 40% of food in the U.S. never gets eaten. It gets scraped off plates or it expires before it ever gets cooked or it rots. 40% of all the food in the U.S never gets eaten and they say that one of the things you could do to cut back on that is don't go by the Best Buy dates too much and I, I've i been saying that for years oh just because your sour right cream just because your sour cream said it expired on Tuesday it's doesn't supposed mean, to be sour it doesn't mean it's poison right what's it going to do get more sour <laughs> Nico, you agree though. If anybody puts an expiration date on a product, they put that as early as they legally can, so you'll and they can throw it, tell you throw it away and buy more. I'm
3: not going to agree with you on anything like this. Uh, no, please look at your Best Buy dates. Yes, there is some interest in the companies making you want to buy more of their stuff, but of course, for example, planned
1: obsolescence. <laughs> I don't think that's exactly the right term, but if they can tell you like throw iPhones. this out. That doesn't mean that it's necessary. That 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 was that just means this is the earliest we could tell you. Legally. Legally that it's expired.
3: But I also didn't agree that you should eat sushi 10 days later. <laughs>
1: and that that's not even. Ugh, I ate a slice of pizza that had been in there for about 10 days. <laughs> it wasn't pleasant, but I did it. And I felt good about it. I didn't did waste- you feel good about it? Because I didn't waste food. This, this is you know all what? about cutting quarters and
3: finding ways to, to save money. We all know how Buzz
2: feels about wasting food. I
3: think your body is wasting
1: uh, it away. It doesn't look like it's wasting away. <laughs> uh, don't buy the extended warranties. I think I've told you this Scams. before. Scams. Yeah, it says they're usually not worth it.
3: Oh, God. Every time Buzz and I would go to Best Buy and if he ever bought something, like th- uh-huh. they could look at him and be like, yes, I got a sucker. Uh-huh. Right. All right, we got oh, this extended warranty, this extended warranty, uh, and I would
1: say does it come with a factory warranty? And then they would kind of have to sheepishly say, "Yes." Yeah. And it's like, "Then why are you trying to sell me another warranty that covers that same time period? Mm-hmm. Honestly, why are you trying to do that?" Yeah, a lot of them are scamming. <laughs> so, <laughs> the extended warranties, they uh they suggest put money in an emergency savings account for unexpected expenses instead. That's smart. Uh, credit card interest. This is a huge one, and I I was a person in my in you know my early private life as an adult who fell into this trap. You start getting credit card debt. Before you know it, you're paying interest and in none of the principal. If that doesn't if that doesn't make any sense to you, then that you're the kind of customer the credit cards want to have. What's uh, a principal? Fees and interest cost the average American... The head
2: of a school, Nico. <laughs>
1: Listen to this. Fees and interest on a credit card cost the average American household about 1000 a month. 1000 a, a month. 1000 Yeah, and that's just the fees and the interest. That's not even talking about if you're carrying the principal over from month to month. I mean, it's assuming that you are. Uh, they recommend possibly consolidation loan with lower interest rate. My recommendation is put everything you can into knocking your credit card debt as soon as you can down to zero and keep it at zero at the end of the month. Pay mm-hmm. off the credit card because once you go into debt with those things, it is very hard to crawl your way
3: out of it. Thank God they never even gave me one. They didn't they've never even offered.
1: A credit card? Yeah. Dude, when I was like 18, 19, freshman, sophomore in college, you got the mail. all the mail yeah. I got was offered. They didn't send you all that stuff? No, I think they knew. <laughs> <laughs> We're parking up the wrong tree here, fellas. They're going to put Nancy Reagan on a stamp. Oh. This brings up, uh, this made me think of a survey that I had recently read uh, Nancy Reagan, it came out in a book that Kitty Kelly wrote uh, about Nancy Reagan that she consulted a psychic. She'd been seeing a psychic since the Hollywood days, since Ronnie was governor in okay. California. And it came out... Very California thing. Mm. No, it's one thing for, Hollywood. The, for, the, for the First Lady to see a psychic, but it turned out that she was... Nancy was using the psychic's advice to plan Reagan's weekly schedule. <gasps> so it's like, well, this meeting can't happen here because Mercury's in, you know, whatever. Oh, my God. did Had you well, ever hi? heard of that no. before? No. Yeah, this was the big... One of the big revelations was that Nancy Reagan followed psychic advice and... It sounds like the U.S. Of, was in a precarious position in the
3: 80s. <sighs> but we weren't.
1: So here's a weird question in election year. Would you vote for someone if you knew they were deeply into astrology? Ooh. Meaning they really do think that the That's astrological charts... That's a good so let's, That's a great question, actually. I'll tell you what the survey says, but I want you to be imagining somebody that you're like, this is a great candidate. I agree with them on most of the issues. Mm-hmm. I agree with them on all the key important issues. And the person really strikes me as somebody who will get stuff done and free of uh, personal drama. And okay. this is... If everything is great, but you know, they're like, oh, I read my horoscope and follow it. Well, okay, you no, know, it's
3: very different. If, they, if, if, if somebody who reads their horoscope, now, are they planning their week around this? Yes. There? Okay. This is somebody who deeply, deeply
1: believes. <laughs> and I thought it was an interesting question. So, do they also have crystals? Probably. I mean, wouldn't you think? Yeah. 27% wait, of wait, Ameri- wait. <laughs> I, I'm just giving you some oh, okay. some of the establishing information 27% of Americans say they believe in astrology themselves so I guess those people would be fine Um, another 22% say that they're not sure if they believe in it so that's (laughs) good lord that's very close to half of Americans who are open to the possibility that astrology might actually be true Um, you know Joanna is very big into astrology I don't believe that I believe she's had Olympia, and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, that I could believe. I could see Joanna letting some brouhaha robin egg on her head. But yeah. Okay, so almost half of people, 27% say they believe in astrology. 22% say they're open to it, don't know what to believe. But only 7% said that they would be more likely to vote for someone if they're into And we astrology. know
2: this as the public like we know that they are openly into this astrology.
1: Yeah, stuff. you would have to know this. You would have to know that they are very much into following their charge and talking to an astrologer. Even though I knew that they were the best candidate,
3: honestly. Well, your feeling was that they were the if best I, If candidate. I felt like this person was just the best candidate and, and would really be good at change, but I knew that they made decisions based, based on, on their astrology. astrology, I could not in
1: good faith yeah. va- vote for them. It would be a disqualifying factor yeah, for it really would. well. 38% said they would be less likely to vote for somebody that was deeply into astrology. But 41% said it wouldn't affect their decision at all. Yeah, it's not affecting mine. You would vote for somebody if you agreed with them politically, even if they were deeply into astrology.
2: Even if they were, I would vote for them.
1: A survey found 90% of Americans know their astrological sign. And also young people seem to care less about all of this mumbo jumbo than older people do. Buzz, what's your sign? I happen to know mine. It's
3: cancer. You know what? You it, This is such a cancer attitude. To have <laughs> right? right? That is, is such a, a cancer thing to just say. crabby. Yeah, just <laughs> crabby. Nico, what are you? Capricorn.
1: Capricorn. Jesus was a Capricorn. Yes. <laughs> we know, have lots of things in common. <laughs> what are you? I bet you're a, a, a Libra. Me?
2: No. Gemini. No.
1: Scorpio. Pisces. Pisces. Uh, ah, yeah, I knew you were a Pisces. I knew you were a fish sign. I knew if I guessed half of them, <laughs> the I'd waters. get it right Eventually.
2: Eventually.
1: Uh, let's go ahead and get a look at our Mo Show calendar and daily almanac of events. But yes, for the record, if it came out that I totally support, if I found out a candidate that I was very, very high on, if I found out they took astrology seriously,
3: that would Just be. Just couldn't do it. Yeah, I couldn't vote for him.
1: Hey, happy Best Friends Day, by the way.
3: Aww,
1: you oh, guys. thanks for the reminder. I'll tell my best friend later when I talk to oh. Matt Kaplowitz.
2: <gasps> but. All right. I guess. Right in front of him. That's yeah,
1: all right. That's, I can take it. Today is it's Ghostbusters okay. Day as well. Oh, Ghostbusters now. came out on this date in nineteen eighty-four. In June? Yeah, yeah, right. That's a
2: weird interesting. guess what? What?
1: On the same day that Ghostbusters came out, Gremlins also came out in theaters. It was that was some weekend, huh? Yeah. Gremlins? And That's Gremlins a was set music. during Christmas. I wonder who did better. Did yeah, you say fine. it's a Christmas music?
2: It's a Christmas movie.
1: Oh, okay. Today is World Oceans Day. So, happy World Oceans Day to Billy and Frank Ocean. <laughs> 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 a birthday for Maria Menunos, who's 44. Here's what I know her from. She's on, uh, if you get there really early for a movie at Cinemark, she's on the screen. Oh, yeah. And sometimes at a gas pump.
4: <laughs> she's talking yes.
1: to me at the gas This is I'm, Maria Menudos other yes. than, She's the gas pump lady And the, the previews haven't even come on yet lady. Other than that, I don't know much about her But she's 44 today uh, Birthday for former Arizona Congresswoman Gabby Giffords turns 52 She survived a gunshot wound to her head In a mass shooting Keenan Ivory Wayans The godfather of the Wayans family is 64 today. He opened the door for Damon, Sean, Marlon, Damon Jr. You know, all of the Wayans that came after. Uh, Keenan Ivory weigh led the way. I like how you skipped Kanye. I oh, know, I'm going back to that because that's the biggest birthday. Oh, I, didn't skip I thought
3: you were just like, I don't want to talk about him.
1: Don't second guess my decisions. <laughs> <laughs> A birthday for the creator of the Dilbert comic strip, Scott Adams is 65.
3: Okay, I know Scott Adams is like a raging conservative, and he has a lot of opinions I don't agree with, but Dilbert is one of the funniest comics about workplace boredom and just random things ever. I I could laugh at any Dilbert strip.
1: Dilbert. Nobody else? Nobody else like Dilbert? I can't
2: remember which one that one is.
3: If
1: you like it so much, I'm going to make your nickname Dilbert.
2: (laughs) Oh, Dilbert. Yeah.
1: He's got the cut tie that sticks up Ride. on the end. Mm-hmm. And those about?
2: glasses.
1: A yeah. little dog. That's smart. Well, Scott Adams is 65. Also, reportedly, he has a swimming pool, in a custom swimming pool in the shape of Dilbert's head. Not a joke. <gasps> I've heard no, that. No
2: way. Dilbert
1: pool. <laughs> yeah. <You gotta> let's <laughs> find that. 80s uh, singer who had a couple of big hits. Bonnie Tyler, 71, Total Eclipse of the Heart. Total a- Eclipse.
0: Yeah. God. And
1: holding out for a hero was a banger oh, back in the yeah. day.
0: yeah.
2: When it came I out in Shrek
1: Amazing. I'm holding out for well, a hero tonight. till the morning light. And it's gotta we'll be, be wrong, bro, and it's gotta be right, and he has gotta be bombed for the bite. None of those were
2: words, you guys. <laughs>
1: Well, anyway, that's our tribute to Bonnie Tyler. That's
3: beautiful. (laughs) I hope she appreciates
1: it. 70s and 80s uh, rocker Bon Gags turned 78 today, and one of the lead singers of Three Dog Night, Chuck Negron, is 80 today. Chuck Negron claims that at one point he had a $2,000 a day cocaine habit, and that was $2,000 in 1974 money. (laughs) (gasps) Oh,
2: my God. Oh, my God. like millionaire.
1: Yeah. Uh, Anyway, Chuck Negron is 80, and Frank Sinatra's daughter, Nancy Sinatra, who gave us the classic, these boots are made for Mm walking, she's having a birthday today, and 82 is how old Nancy Sinatra is. Uh, As Nico mentioned, it's National Best Friends Day. Happy National Best Friends Day to my best friend who's here today. Nico. Aww. Nico only comes in behind Joanna after the people that are here in my presence today. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Kanye is 45 today. Kanye, uh, Kanye. West.
3: Happy birthday.
1: Happy birthday Kanye. Uh, although I did find out that
3: he just broke up with uh Oh,
2: his Kim Kardashian Ches- like girlfriend,
3: Chesney Jones.
1: Mhm. Mhm. Chesney? And that's not her name.
5: <laughs> Kanye. What? Does
1: her chest go down to her knee? <laughs> <laughs> oh, look. Cheney our, Jones.
3: Okay, Chaney Jones, I'm sorry. And, and already
1: <laughs> some very uh some very nice birthday wishes are coming out on Twitter. Here, let me just read one for you. Happy birthday. To the single most brilliant genius in his... Oh, actually, that Kanye tweeted that. Too, so <laughs> I'm <kidding. laughs> but I'm sure there are going to be a lot of nice tweets.
0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. This hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show is brought to you
1: by Pumping Ink Tattoo. That's the corner of Dyer and Monroe. You can find them on social media. Also, they're just moments away from Fort Bliss. Also, you can find them on their own website, PumpingInkTattoo.com. That is Pumping Ink. Tattoo.com. I just uh, had this emailed to me overnight. Uh, the court of appeals overturned the conviction of the man that was convicted of killing uh, our former coworker and honor personality, Mardi Gras, Richard Madrigal. Uh, he was convicted uh Leonel Hernandez convicted in 2019 for the shooting death of Rick Madrigal, also known as Rick Mardi Gras, a former KLAQ DJ. He was killed in his apartment in June 2016. An expert witness for Hernandez said it would have been physically impossible for him to have been the shooter. The court overturned the conviction because it said the state improperly submitted evidence that had disqualified Hernandez's expert witness. So they're calling for a new trial. Oh, my God. Uh, all right, so I thought uh, I thought this thing was already in the rearview mirror. But apparently it is not. Let's go over and check out the uh, latest on our website. At klaq.com. Joe and I wrote about uh, fireworks being approved.
2: Oh, you did?
1: Yeah, have you heard? I have not. Uh, It's breaking news. County Mm -hmm. commissioners voted this week to allow the sale and use of fireworks inside the county limits. In El El Paso. In El Paso. Oh,
2: interesting.
1: But there's a big but. Uh oh. No aerial fireworks can be sold or used.
3: Aren't all fireworks in the air? Aren't they all aerial? No.
2: So like the the really big ones that go in the air?
1: The really good ones. The fun ones. So sparklers. Basically only sparklers. I made a list. So sparklers would be allowed. Firecrackers are allowed. Like black cats. Yeah. Snakes. The lamest of all fireworks are the black are they called black snakes? Do you know what those are, Joanna? No. It comes almost like in a capsule form and you set it on fire and then you sit there and you're disappointed as the thing expands <laughs> out into a snake. Okay. Then, then you've got a pile you've got a thing of ash in your driveway after that. So that would be oh, allowed. Okay. Now the aerials would be things like bottle rockets also known as sticks or fins in the Fireworks trade. So anything that goes up into the air and explodes is not going to be sold. Uh, this was a unanimous decision by County Commissioner's Court. It's getting a lot of criticism, uh, at least on message boards, because it's been so dry. And I was trying to remember when was the last time it actually rained enough in El Paso to get the streets wet. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> it has been a long it's time, been right? A while. Yeah. And I, I was asking, Nico, has it rained in 2022 enough to mention I anything?
3: So. I feel like I've reported a lot about forest fires lately
1: in, in New Mexico. Mexico,
3: and I thought, well...
1: Well, the good thing about, you can't have a forest fire without a forest.
3: <laughs> That's right. El Paso does not have a forest fire. <laughs> we have a lot of bushes. Brush, brush bush, fire, I
1: guess. Brush fires? I can't. In my uh you know i've been I've been here thirty years. I can't remember there ever being a fire that got way out of control. That's a common thing for East Texas and Oklahoma where I'm from, and I think it's partially because yet, sure, there's a lot of dry, flammable vegetation around. But I don't think there's enough of it for it to really get up mm-hmm. to be a like a wildfire type of situation. I mean, my it would na- burn itself out because there's just not enough stuff for it to burn. I
3: mean, my neighbor's house always seems to have smoke coming from it, but I've never seen like a big
1: fire. <laughs> Your neighbor's house, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? Any house you're living in also has a lot of smoke coming out of it. <laughs> uh, so you could go read that article. Joanna wrote about. Uh, Uh, Like a one of these real estate posts, I guess a lot of people check these out. If you find a really expensive or a really yeah uh, extravagant home, people love them. You can put the pictures up. People love to.
2: It just seems so weird to know that in El Paso there's a house for sale for two point five million dollars.
1: Yeah. So Joanna did, and then people started commenting on the the interior, (laughs) which looked comment. I read the comments, and people were like. (laughs) I recognize that house. That's Dude, a that's you recognize a house. house.
2: Nico, Nico, did N- you go to this house?
1: Nico says he's dropped people off, but he's never gone inside. Which sounds like a lie, Look but I, I'm willing to take his word. <laughs> I, I haven't
3: been inside. I've dropped several comics off uh, several times, but that that the people that live there would hire the comics, and they would we would do co-productions with them for stuff.
2: Interesting.
5: At the house. At the house. At the
3: house. So Look, th- this was a house sound where-
2: like very judgmental, but looking through the pictures, I was like, "Oh, they totally film like pornos in this house
3: okay, so all the all the <laughs> women that I remember there was just one man and then several with several women, and they mm-hmm. all seemed like a cult. <gasps> like, Nico said it seemed cult. a lot more like a cult rather than rather like than a, a brothel. Oh yeah, yeah I, you you definitely w- could tell that he was possessive of them.
2: Oh no!
3: And uh, I think they all had like like the same brand or markings on them.
2: Oh my god!
3: Yeah, T- or the same tattoo.
1: It was very it was like a very they were strange in that Nxivm cult, like yeah. that girl from uh Nixon, Superman and whatever it's yeah. called. Wait, wait, wait. So what would happen? So Why would the comics go over to the house?
2: So then what kind of house was it then? Like, was it a...
1: It was a party house. And a they would party have, house. They would have okay. these parties,
3: and the, the girls would be uh, walking around. So this is what I hear. Because
1: uh, <laughs> be, you say you've
3: never been to yeah, it. Well, because in the,
2: the comments, a lot of people were saying, like...
3: The girls yeah, would walk around with right. drinks, and they would be, like, almost like serve, being the waitresses. and there, so. are, there are stripper
1: poles there are stripper pools. It's
2: a dance studio according to the description.
1: Uh, what else can you tell us about 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 this bizarre this nice. house uh, that I guess a lot of people know about because they'd have been okay, wild parties. Okay. In one there. of the
2: pictures there it's a bathroom and it shows you like the shower but the shower's huge and open. And,
1: and there's, there's a, a table. There's a like, table like for that, poker right there. I, yeah, I saw that picture and I told I told Nico, <laughs> that looks like guys are sitting around watching women take a shower.
2: Right. Because they got and a table set up around And the like,
1: like, conference room's right up here, guys.
2: Someone commented and they're like, it could be for like dogs.
3: And I'm like, yeah, sure. The shower's for dogs? Mm what, what were some of the comments? I'm kind of curious now. I'm, I'm Buzz, trying
2: to look, find the Buzz comments. Buzz
3: says he, he saw a comment how, from a... I
2: saw the, the comments and I was like, oh, this would be something great to bring up. But then that's when I got sick. So I didn't come in anymore. But I'm glad that you guys brought it up.
3: Oh, Buzz was very
1: into this.
2: Because I'm so invested in it.
3: Again, I've never been inside, but I did hear... Okay.
1: <laughs> now, how, so do then- I, how do I find this story on Facebook? I'm, I'm on KLAQ.com, but I want to read it on Facebook. Well, you have to go to the Facebook. Page. I will
2: go ahead and send you a link, a direct link to the, like to where the comments are and all that.
1: All right. <laughs> I saw names passed. that I recognize.
2: You did?
1: Yeah, like the very first comment is our friend who moved to uh, Italy not too long ago, Nick Farrell. or is yeah, is the ferret. No, is he not the ferret? He's Kitty Commando. Kitty Commando, Yeah. Oh, okay.
3: What the hell? He's a he's a sta- he's a comedian, and he he what did he post? Hey, I've been to that house before. Just- <laughs> That's an F house.
2: <laughs> oh my God! There's been more comments. There's a dude on the stripper pole. That's
3: great. so. Did did the guy did the business move? Did the guy did the guy kind of move the what business? What business was it?
2: Yeah, what kind of business was this? So they, it was called Something for the something
1: Fellas? Something for the Fellas, and he was doing... S4TF, Something for the Fellas. Uh, the guy was doing some
3: co-promotion with uh, Tito's Vodka, and... Um,
1: oh, that, so they could have been promotion girls that show up. Hey, you know, well, they'll show up at a bar, and they're promoting the alcohol and trying to get you to buy it, right? Like a promo, well, they, Like a promo shot
3: girl. They did that when we were at the strip club, yes, and they were trying to promote... Tito's margaritas. Margaritas that you can make with vodka instead of all right. tequila. Anyways, I don't know if it's a business or not. Well, you can see inside it, and a lot of the decorations are still up. They seemed happy, though. I will say that. like, It didn't seem like anybody was there against their will. <laughs> like the
1: women. The women. <laughs> Did you get the feeling that the women lived there at the yes. house? The like women, that was their residence? Yes.
3: That's, that's definitely the feeling that I got. The, all the women lived there with him. And then, you know, he would come out to comedy shows and just invite people randomly back.
1: Hey, come back to the house. I got this crazy, uh, I mean, it's going to look like a house when you see it, but it's not. There's something else weird. It could be a cult, but it's not a house. Well, you go over and find that uh, article, go back a page or two at KLAQ.com. And you can find out what that's all about. And then you can find it on Facebook. That's where all the comments are. Uh, all right, let's take a break. We're going to come back here in just a few minutes. We've got a few neckline calls that have been waiting for us. So we'll get to those. If you want to leave a message for the morning show, you can do that on our neckline by calling 844-805-NECK, 844-805-6325. Or you can call us in the studio, and that number is 910-4995, 910-4995. And let's get one call before we go to break. Uh, I don't have my Skype up yet.
2: <laughs> this is Bianca.
1: Hi, Bianca.
4: Hi.
1: Hi, Bianca. Do you know about the, uh, pardon my French, the house that we were talking about? <laughs>
4: <laughs> yes, I actually know um, somebody that lived there. I was once invited to, to a party there. Unfortunately, I couldn't make it. Um which I didn't know what it was all about, but hearing from friends that did go, um, it's definitely something shady.
1: There's something, right. I think that's the thing that we can all agree on, even if we don't know exactly
4: how it's shady, that there was
1: something very shady going on in this house. Oh, it's in the willows, if anybody's wondering.
4: (laughs) Yeah, apparently, you know, they would have these, these parties, um, the girls would be walking around in like skimpy clothes, and oh yeah. My God.
1: <laughs> and the person that you knew that lived there was that one of the girls, or was it some somebody else?
4: Yeah,
1: one of the girls. It was one of the girls. Did it seem like she was in, like, had under fallen under the influence of a sex cult?
4: Um. No, I mean she she seemed normal when I was around her, like nothing weird, but as soon as everybody was invited to that party that's when we were like oh and i'm actually surprised that you don't know about about them because they've actually performed at um red parrot before
1: wait wait who has the girls <laughs> that live in the house yes you know they they I got to tell you Bianca they really overplay how much of my time I spent at the Red Parrot. They really they really I'm surprised you didn't know about this before. <laughs> right no kidding. You know what? Um, wait wait wait. So what do they do at the Red Parrot?
4: Um perform?
1: Get on stage and dance naked?
3: So yeah. I I did, oh, I did.
1: Okay. I did a, there was a whole series of
3: comedy shows where they were, promo- the girls and the gentleman who was in charge of everything would promote every Wednesday uh, a comedy show and the girls would be the shot girls.
1: But they wouldn't get on the stage. They wouldn't get thing. on stage. Now I do but know that some of them Occasionally might- the party would go back to this guy's house with the stripper poles and the movie theater and right. it's a $2.5 million house in freaking El Paso. You I mean, know. you can imagine.
4: Yeah.
1: All right. Okay. Well, thanks, Bianca.
4: Thank you.
1: All right, Uh, Joanna. Did you know that it was a notorious house when you you just thought it was a? I just
2: thought, oh my god, two point five million in El Paso and no pool in the backyard. What the the hell? The
0: backyard.
1: The backyard looks.
0: Like a vacant lot. Wait, that's that's the biggest
1: part of this story.
3: No pool. That was
2: the big part of my story, right? (laughs) And then it turned into this.
1: What kind of trap house is going to have a pool? (laughs) (laughs) When I go to my trap
3: house, I want a (laughs) pool. That's a pool. Yeah.
1: All right, let's take a break. We're going to come back at more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show for your Wednesdays coming up right after this
0: it's the buzz adams morning show podcast this hour of the buzz adams morning
1: show is brought to you by pumping ink tattoo they're just moments away from fort bliss quarter of dyer and monroe you can find them on social media or at pumpinginktattoo.com. that's pumpinginktattoo.com. we've got winning before you can buy them tickets all week long for lamb of god coming october the 16th to the pan am uh excuse me to the don Haskins center It's the WWE that's coming to the Pan Am Center. We also have tickets for that this week. So listen for your chance to win. We've got those coming up. And KLAQ is throwing a party back-to-back Fridays in honor of Father's Day. We are giving away a special prize package. We've got four tickets to the Chihuahuas. We've got UTEP football and basketball tickets as part of the package. Four haircuts from Yes We Do Family Hair Salon and a gift card to Alamo Draft House. A great prize package for dad to win this loaded package. Join Glenn Garza this Friday, 5 to 7, and he's going to be at fourth and goal at 1550 Hawkins. That's 1550 Hawkins. You can also walk away with tickets to Saturday's WWE event at the NMSU Pan Am Center, the same one we're giving tickets away to. So that is this Friday. Fourth and goal at 1550 Hawkins win a great prize package with a lot of sports tickets, chihuahuas, minor basketball and football, and a bunch of other prizes. Dano's dangerous tequila fruit infused tequila raises a glass and toast all hardworking dads out there. So this Friday it's 5 to 7 with Glenn Garza at fourth and goal. Nico, before I move on, did you have a few comments from Joanna's article about the, uh, the up <laughs> The Upper Valley House.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God.
1: Yes, I do have a
3: few comments. Go on. Uh, somebody says this was used in an OnlyFans, as an OnlyFans filming site.
2: Dude, that was my exact thought when I first saw it.
3: This used to be an OnlyFans filming house. Uh, everybody's saying, oh my God. So maybe that's what they were doing. They had these girls doing OnlyFans that makes stuff sense. Yeah. throughout the day. The, the guy said he made all his money in tech. I don't know. In like so- OnlyFans, I got a bunch tech. of
1: women that have OnlyFans accounts. <laughs> I guess that's. I tech. made
3: it. I guess it sounds better than I'm a pimp <laughs>
1: or a cult leader or whatever.
3: Adam Meta says I can't believe. Well, don't you don't need to oh.
1: give the people making the comments. You don't need to give their names. <laughs> but what if I want to shame them?
2: <clears throat> because you know them, or
1: no, nope, you can don't know shame them you if you know them. them. Don't throw
3: out a strangers handle i can't believe a second-rate radio show has people all in their feelings about a house they can never afford this i think
1: you
2: missed the point dude the
3: city is nothing but mindless sheep regurgitating hate simply because somebody wrote a piece on things they have no control over wow right
2: wow i completely missed all right
3: yeah completely missed the point i think of the whole (laughs) article but mostly, people are just saying it's not even a pretty house. That they it's just sell, not a nice house, like, right? They don't think it's worth two million.
2: And then that backyard doesn't even have a the pool. pool.
1: It doesn't even have. It doesn't have. It doesn't even have
2: a backyard.
1: Uh huh. Is it a is it a fixer upper? <laughs> it's a fixer upper.
3: <laughs> That's a big fixer upper. You know what? Leave the conference table in the bathroom, though. I like that. <laughs> That's what. <laughs> right? it was. So
1: in the in one of the bathrooms, they've got a shower, like an open shower. You know, not one that has a curtain. It's just big enough that you could get in there and take a shower. You could and then just walk ha- in
2: and shower.
1: That's the that's the the right def- description. It has a conference table right outside the <laughs> shower that's got chairs all around it, like a board meeting is going to happen <laughs> oh, no. right Ugh. as the, somebody's <laughs> the taking whole a shower. Time I'm
2: all, what is with this what bathroom? Is going on? <laughs> and the whole time I just kept thinking, I'm all they totally film pornos in this oh, like, yeah. this mansion.
3: That's
1: where they would plan them. Yeah. All right, you ready for a few calls? Yeah, yeah. Some of these are pretty quick. Let me get to them. People leave messages on our neckline, and we try to play back as many as we can. You can leave a message, too, at 844-805-NECK. That's 844-805-6325.
4: And Obi-Wan is awesome. When Darth Vader was pulling him through the fire, my Star Wars boner was at its <laughs> veiny peak.
2: Can we say that? Should I have
1: I don't that? know. I didn't know what he was gonna say.
2: Can should, we, I should I have bleeps? Nah.
3: As long as we don't repeat it.
2: Don't mention it anymore. All
3: right. My Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: I just heard
4: Buzz's Nostradamus bit. What happened to his voice? Yeah. (laughs) Got a
1: lot of people asking that.
2: So many comments in the app chat.
1: What were the comments? What
2: happened to the accent? What's up with Buzz's voice? What the F happened to Nostradamus' accent?
4: Hey, Buzz. Hey, um, I love the Nostradamus bit. I mean, it's a classic, but that voice, brother... Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know you're trying to do Johnny Carson, yeah, but uh, it's not working. <laughs> it's not <laughs> working, bro. Uh, and those jokes are good. <laughs> I mean, they were funny, but, I mean, maybe you can replace, replace him with um, Hank Hill or that Darth Vader bit was good, too. Yeah. I, like, I like that bit. Um, or even Mimi Crawford. I haven't heard Mimi in a while. So um, just a little uh, advice there. All right, guys. Have a good one.
1: All right. Here, here's the truth. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to level Go with you. On. I had not done, or we had not done a nostradamus, dumbass, in like a year, and I realized no. the reason was if doing. Uh, so it's a. I based the accent on this on this Pakistani guy that I used to know. His name's Apu. It's not Apu, but... <laughs> <laughs> I, I had been avoiding doing a nose for dumbass because, you know, Hank Azaria quit doing a poo on The Simpsons. And, and it just, just seemed started to like, become
3: known as hacky. It just was kind of a
1: hacky thing at some point. Yeah, but okay. people were... And I I actually thought there was some s- small part of my brain is like, we haven't done the bit in like a year. People aren't even going to notice or remember. Boy, I could oh have been No, more it's wrong. a
2: very beloved character. It is a very show.
1: beloved. Let me clear up uh, a couple of uh, misconceptions. A lot of people are saying this must have been mandated by corporate. It wasn't. Although I wanted to do it before, before it was. Uh-huh. You know, uh, if anything, like I, management has told me, you need to do dumbass more. But I, I just feel like that's the kind of thing that you're not. You're not allowed to get away with anymore. It was just a matter of time. Somebody yesterday reminded me
3: of, of uh, something that we had suggested before. N- the original Nostradamus was French. Nostradamus. Nos- the original Nostradamus. I, I can't, can't even
2: I can't say, say the even
3: original, say original I can't one say anymore.
1: He was People French. in El Paso are much more familiar with Nostradamus <laughs> than they are with Nostradamus.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: he was a <laughs> French doctor who wrote these, what he called, they called them quatrains. That they said predicted the future. So, are you saying I should do you him should as do a, a medieval French doctor? French, midi- yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, but isn't it. that just moving the goalpost? I mean, at some point they're going to be like, "You're not really French," so that's cultural appropriation. Too. <laughs> I think
3: it might be a while before they say that about
1: the French. Probably.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have you heard? Please hand
1: me the, the envelope.
2: He already has a French character, though. Oui, what's,
1: oui, what's his name? Uh, the uh. The
2: dude that loves cake. Gee. No guy no i'll remember later i have brain fog from the sickness
3: I've seen the sickness fogs it's got me
2: <laughs> what the hell's that character you do bus for yeah
1: i know that there is one thing that women want <laughs> every woman wants the same thing what's that happiness
2: <laughs> uh-huh.
1: <laughs> if Nico you can bring a woman a
2: Happiness, right.
1: If you can bring a woman a penis,
2: uh-huh.
1: she will be your willing slave for life. What, what
5: is his name? What?
1: Jenna, I have not seen you since your birthday when I we know shared... I you have not. We shared the cock together we when did. it was your birthday.
2: And it was a chocolate.
1: I'm hoping that the cock that I brought brought you a penis. Then,
2: <laughs> what the hell is his name?
1: I don't think he has a name. We
2: named him something.
1: Pierre. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't know Well So my it's idea of just Bringing Nostrad st- Dumbass back without an accent And it just flying under the radar Apparently that's not going to work It's not going to But you know there's nothing wrong with Put up sh- a vote should I just bring back The Pakistani accent Should I do French Should I try and do some kind of Carson impersonation Yeah, yeah that would be Carson. good <laughs> I, I have a feeling which way they're going to vote Everybody's going to vote Do it the, the, the way you've always done it And I'm going to be like Yeah, but I just don't think I'll do the bit You know, if I'm doing the voice
3: But there's there's nothing wrong with trying new things And seeing how they work
1: And if they don't, then, oh. <laughs> Please hand me the envelopes I will predict what is inside Just like my grand, 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 grand pair Nostradamus Except I am Nostradamus <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> hey guys, Interpol is going to be playing at the Plaza Theater September 11th. Are you giving away tickets? Because 200 bucks a pop seems a little steep.
1: They want $200, $200 to see Interpol? To Interpol? Here's a little Interpol. I, I mean, it'd be worth it if you're a big Interpol fan, but
4: Come on, those have got to be front row
1: seats or something, right? Interpol is going to be at the, uh, yeah, you got it right, Plaza Theater on September 11th. Uh, There's another concert going on that night. Is it Iron Maiden that's the same night? Yes. Yeah, Iron Maiden is also going to be performing except at the Donna Haskins Center. Yeah, man, if they if, if we get any tickets for Interpol, I'm sure we'll give them away. But you're right, $20, $200 sounds like a lot of tickets to huh. go see any band.
0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast.
1: All right, Nico is uh, standing by to bring us our news headlines. I had a little bit uh, on the local scene. It looks like there might be a battle brewing between the mayor of El Paso and the mayor pro tem of El Paso. Who's the mayor pro tem?
2: What the hell is the mayor pro tem?
1: You know, like I think the... a really simplified way to, the vice mayor like he would take over if oh, the mayor okay. <laughs> No, that's vice the runner-up at the Miss America pageant. <laughs> he would take over if the mayor if was incapacitated. But I think that is correct.
3: Did okay. <laughs> <laughs> you get a beauty contest rules mixed up with mayoral rules?
1: No, but I think that is <laughs> yes. pretty accurate. But I so. think
2: that was a good example, alright?
1: Um Real quick, though, Joanna, somebody did remember the name of the, uh, the, French <laughs> the French character that we do usually around Valentine's.
2: Yeah, or on my birthday. Or on your birthday. Les Romantiques.
1: Les Romantiques. Uh, who, who came up with that?
2: You did.
1: No, no, but who remembered it?
2: Oh, somebody in the app chat. Really?
1: Somebody remembered this Derek. character that we did a couple of times.
2: He was like something romantic. La, rom, rom, le, romantique. Le, le
1: romantique. We romantique. You guys forgot it. All right, well, fine. We I'll, forgot it. I'll yeah. have him just do the Nostradamus crap for now <laughs> Representative Peter Sforzbein is the mayor pro temp, and he filed a code of conduct complaint against Mayor Oscar Leeser Hours after they had a heated debate over the mayor's veto to change, city manager Tommy Gonzalez's contract. Do I need to back up a little bit and fill in the blanks a little bit on that? Yeah. All right. So we have a mayor, we have a city council. And you vote for both of those for all those positions. What well, you, you do. don't vote for is city manager. Tommy Gonzalez is the city manager and has been for about a decade. And uh, he was up for this the same job in Frisco, Texas. It was out One of the outlying areas mm-hmm. in Dallas Well Apparently the city council Didn't want to lose uh, Gonzalez So they offered to extend his contract To 2029 And give him a pay bump And they voted to do that Tommy drops out of the Consideration for the Frisco job But then Lee, The mayor comes back mm-hmm. Oscar comes back And vetoes the city council's vote my understanding is the city council voted again to over override the veto and if i'm getting this right then lisa vetoed it again okay how many how how long can this go back and forth like this you know
3: i didn't even think it was possible that you could re-veto a veto override
1: uh, during a fire exchange at Monday's city council meeting, Svarsbein claimed Leeser physically threatened him at a previous council chamber meeting. It, it, the incident uh, reportedly happened February 1st, 2022. Um, Monday evening, Svarsbein, the mayor pro tem, announced in a news release that he was filing a formal complaint against, against Leeser. Oscar called Sforzbein's complaint revisionist history. Uh, this is what Lisa had to say. It is regretful that in a situation where as mayor I exercise my authority to veto an important issue in which the response I received for the community overwhelmingly supported my action. The representative Sforzbein is attempting to divert attention from his controversial vote on the matter by writing a revisionist history of a conversation of almost four months ago. See, I think Oscar's what he's saying is most of the people in El Paso agreed with me that this guy shouldn't got a pay raise and extended the contract. But man, that's just El Paso for you. It's just like sour grapes. Mm-hmm. And how does
3: Oscar Leeser know that the city is overwhelmingly behind him?
1: Yeah, I don't know if they actually did a, you know, conducted a survey or anything or if he's just looking at comments. Mm-hmm. I, well, I, I don't so know. People
3: are telling me we shouldn't be paying this guy listen, a lot of money to get good. To get really good people to do their jo- these type of jobs require you to pay what good
1: people are asking. I mean, it says something that City Council voted six to two. Hey, we want to keep this guy. We think he's doing a good job. And then for it to get vetoed and then vetoed again by the mayor. Uh, listen, I'd be happy to to have oscar on to talk about this i'd be happy to have i think we've already reached out to we have reached out to
3: peter schwarzwein's office uh no word back from peter schwarzwein's office uh but yeah it would be nice to hear you know what exactly everybody's thinking and why is this such and a when i say flashpoint? sour point when i
1: see say sour grapes it's like all some people have to hear is oh this guy's salary is four hundred thousand dollars he's obviously not worth it what do you ever ask what the football or basketball coach's salary is probably too much I don't know. What what, do you, what is it? Yeah, probably, you know, over that. Mm. And that's not even a fraction of what you make if you're at a successful college right. program. Yeah, that's a good point. But just anytime you hear and it doesn't even really matter what the amount is as long as it's over 100,000, people are like, "What? For being an executive? It's not worth it." So, yeah, but I I don't know what leaser is basing The response that he received for the community is probably he heard from people, constituents, who are saying, yeah, I'm glad. Good job. Way to stand up. All right. Uh, Time to get to news headlines. And uh, Nico Ajimian is going to walk us through the news today. So let's go ahead and get into it.
3: News. Good morning. Good morning. This up in news today is Best Friends Day. Buzz just told me I am his best friend. Told you you're ever. the best
1: friend in the room ever. If I expanded it to Joanna's room, you'd be my second best friend out of these two rooms. Aww. nice. <gasps> There's evidence
3: of Russian vessels departing from near Ukraine with their cargo holds full of grain, a U.S. Department of State spokesperson told ABC News on Monday night. Are they just
1: jacking grain from the Ukraine? Yep. Getting grain from the Ukraine. Getting grain
2: from Ukraine! Oh my god.
1: my
3: god. The Ukrainian Ministry of Foreign Affairs has reported that Russia seized at least four hundred thousand to five hundred thousand tons of grain worth over a hundred million dollars. Now
1: was it already in grain form or did they bring over a bunch of farmers with them to go at night and get the grain? I think
3: it was already in grain form and already stored. Yeah. They right. didn't they didn't go pillage the fields necessarily. <laughs> The news of Ukrainian grain aboard Russian ships partly confirms a recent report by the New York Times that Moscow is seeking to profit off of grain plundered from Ukraine by selling the product while subverting sanctions. Ukraine has already accused Russia of shipping the stolen grain to buyers in Syria and Turkey. Since Russian forces invaded neighboring Ukraine on February 24th, the cost of grain has skyrocketed worldwide. So the people are actually actually Sergey Lavrov the foreign minister for uh Ukraine for Russia walked out of a UN security meeting yesterday after they accused him uh and Russia of um
1: grain piracy
3: is what it Grain piracy you're like. holding the the world's food supply hostage and he walked out At least one person is dead and 30 are injured after a car plowed into a crowd near a church in Berlin this morning. The Berlin Fire Brigade said the car hit people outside the Kaiser Wilhelm Memorial Church around 10.30 a.m. It's not clear whether this was an accident or a deliberate attack. Investigators are on scene and have detained the driver. The incident took place near the scene of the December 2016 Christmas market attack where a driver hijacked a truck and plowed through a crowd killing 11 people. After a string of mass shootings, including a Texas school shooting that left 19 children and two teachers dead, Americans across the country are calling for action. On both sides of the aisle, lawmakers are debating what measures are needed to reform gun laws in the United States. A majority of Democrats are calling for stricter measures, while GOP lawmakers are working to ensure that the Second Amendment is protected. Here's Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. According to a recent poll conducted by the Morning Consult slash Politico, 89% of Americans support universal background checks. 89%. 89%. 89%. And
1: that's not 89% of Democrats. That's 80, 89 across the board of that's Americans.
3: That's right. And 86% of Americans support a national red flag law, which would prevent a person identified as a threat to themselves or others from purchasing a gun. 19 states in the District of Columbia currently have some form of red flag law in place.
1: So here's what I'm hearing the Republicans are not going to budge on. Uh, Josh Hawley said there's no way they're going to raise the, re- the the age to 21 to buy an AR. Uh, red flag laws are not going to go anywhere. Mm. Possibly with 89% of the public saying they're in favor of universal background checks, maybe something gets done there,
3: but maybe not. There's just no pressure from Republicans. I mean... on on Republicans to do anything. Here's a Connecticut Senator, Chris Murphy, talking about only in America.
1: You know, I can tie the two stories, the the story about the guy running a car into a crowd in Berlin, Mm -hmm. because a lot of people are going to say, or people who want to defend the status quo with guns are going to say, what are you going to do? You got to ban all cars the first time somebody runs a car into a crowd of people? right. That's that's not that's not this issue. <laughs> this is a different issue, right? Right, it's a different thing. We're talking about two different things here. We had a pandemic where people were somehow getting a car into a school building, into the individual classroom, and running down every kid in the classroom. We'd be talking about that, but we're not. We're talking about the thing that's actually happening. Or if you saw it happening in, in pl- more than I mean, I see that argument once a, month. a lot. Oh, they're just going to use knives instead. Yeah, make them use knives then. I mean, if that's what it's going to come down to, if you're going to have insane people trying to kill kids in a classroom, they got a better chance against a knife than they do against an AR-15, two AR-15s in Uvalde. I don't know. It's just one of these arguments that I see memes and I'm like, you guys know about apples and oranges, right? Right.
3: They're different things. (laughs) They're, They're
1: very different things. But I know that that's going to be used the the people on the far right pro gun at all costs are going to be saying well look that guy didn't use a gun and how many people did he kill how many people did he kill the the person that drove the the, the
3: berlin, the berlin uh, uh, uh um one person okay and 30 are injured yeah so i'm well, not to say oh well it's only one that person that doesn't matter then.
1: but they are Apples and oranges. It is apples and oranges. Absolutely.
3: Well, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer announced May 25th that he would give a group of bipartisan senators one week to reach an agreement on some gun control proposals. Dominique Douglas, one of the relatives of a victim from the Buffalo shooting, she's wondering, why are we even arguing? Universal background checks and national red flag laws are among a few popular measures that the group is considering. Finally, here's Arnufo Reyes, one of the teachers from the Uvalde shooting that fortunately made it out alive.
1: So this dude, uh, Mr. Reyes, is still in the hospital. In his classroom, there were 11 students. They'd had awards day, and I guess some of the kids went home after the awards. So he had a – I mean, if there's any silver lining at all, I guess it's that not the entire student uh, body – or not the, the entire class was there. So 11 students, the gunman killed all 11 kids in that one classroom. And he's telling the story, and he is like, I I think they're saying now at one point, 19 police officers were out in the hall, but they wouldn't go in the classroom. And he's talking about, at one point, this guy, uh, Mr. Reyes, says the gunman in his classroom thought everybody was dead, so he's just laying there pretending to be dead. He hears a kid in the classroom the next one over yelling for help. And then the gunman gets up, walks over, kills the kid that was yelling for help, and then goes back in the classroom. If you're in the building, or if you're even outside the building, you've got a, you've got to have heard those gunshots going off as this unfolded. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't need to pile on here, but we do need to make the point. Uh, they need to get to the bottom of this. If you've got an entire police force of people who aren't willing to go in when somebody's inside shooting up a, a school full of children, and they know that he's in there shooting up a school full of children, that's another issue that has to be addressed immediately yeah it's just very sad and i don't know how much sadder uh, i mean think about it. if you if you can keep getting if a if a weapon is so dangerous that 19 trained law enforcement officers wearing uh bulletproof vest with guns of their are, own are, with guns of their own are so afraid of that weapon maybe that weapon doesn't need to be available for people to own Just putting it out there. Yeah, absolutely. The
3: FBI is the target of a massive lawsuit. Three Olympic gymnastics gold medalists and an NCAA champion are among 90 women filing claims for more than a billion dollars from the FBI over mishandling its sex abuse investigation of former Olympic team doctor Larry Nassar. Olympians Simone Biles, Michaela Maroney, and Ali Raisman, along with NCAA and world champion Maggie Nichols, and more than 80 other women filed federal tort claims against the FBI today. The claims detail a year-long gap between the Bureau first getting reports of Nassar's abuse and his eventual arrest. They say that gap allowed Nassar to assault more girls for over a year before being stopped. The Institute for Policy Studies, a left-leaning think tank, released a report that found the nation's lowest-paying companies failed to keep up with the raises enjoyed by their chief executives. The 30-page report examines that three examined 300 U.S. corporations that provided the lowest median pay in 2020 to its workers, including large corporations like Amazon and Starbucks. It found that the CEO-to-worker pay gap at those companies grew wider last year compared with the year before the average gap between CEO and median worker pay among those 300 low paying uh, companies rose to 670 to one. That means that an executive who, uh, it, it, an executive is making 670 times more than one worker.
1: So if your job pays you, let's say 22 grand a year,
3: they're making 670 six times times <laughs> that.
1: Times that.
3: Yes. That's the average. Now, Andy Jassy, the CEO of Amazon, received compensation totaling two hundred and thirteen million dollars last year, re- resulting in a pay ratio gap of six thousand four hundred seventy-four <laughs> to one. And this is the Amazon guy, right? Yeah. That means they're making six thousand and four hundred seventy-four times now. Where does more he go? When he working? has
1: to pee, and he's on the job.
5: <laughs> <laughs> they all get bottles. They
3: all get bottles. I'm wondering if
1: a you're bottles. making over 200 million a year in compensation does he have to be in a bottle too?
3: Starbucks CEO Kevin <laughs> Johnson who retired in March received total compensation of 20 million last year, which was about 1500 times the pay of a typical worker at Starbucks. The increased wage gap between CEOs and median workers at Amazon and Starbucks coincided with a surge in unionization at the companies. Who knows? A man who allegedly killed a retired Wisconsin judge in a targeted act has died from what authorities described as a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Douglas Uday, 56, was pronounced dead on Thursday when he was taken off life support and his organs were harvested for donation. Uday was declared brain dead on Saturday, one day after police found him gravely wounded from an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound in the home of slain retired judge John Raymer, 68, in New Lisbon, Wisconsin. Wisconsin court records show that Romer was involved in Uday's sentencing for a 2002 criminal conviction. In 2005, he sentenced Uday to six years in state prison and nine years extended supervision for armed burglary, a felony with concurrent sentences for three lesser counts. Uday had had a hit list that included U.S. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell and Michigan Michigan Governor Gretchen Gretchen Whitmer, excuse me,
1: Is this a good uh, time to take a break? Yeah, this is a good time. <clears throat> I need a little water. <clears throat> um, I, I just, you were sounding a little
3: parched over there. <laughs> right. Uh, it's kind of weird that this guy had a hit list, though, of a local judge and then the these national, s- these national out-of-state figures. figures out-of-state anyway. figures. But he is uh, dead now.
1: All right. Uh, we're going to come back. we got a couple more stories to get to. Uh, getting some calls on the neckline. Yeah, it seems like everybody really feels like Nostradamus should retain his original accent. Okay. I'm just not sure that that's workable going forward.
0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show
1: Podcast. Well, the weather is a story this week in El Paso. At least the heat is. uh, As we're going to have triple digits for the foreseeable future. Let's get a look at El Paso weather brought to you by Wet n Wild. Partly cloudy today, still 106 for the high temperature. There's a very slight chance of rain today and tomorrow. If we do get any rain, it'll probably be in the afternoon, either today or tomorrow, but less than a 15% chance of rain, and it's not going to affect the heat much anyway. 106 for today. Tomorrow, going to have some cloud cover, but still 101 for the high temperature. And then get ready for the weekend because it just ratchets up from there. Friday's high, 105. On Saturday, 107. And get ready for your hottest day of the year so far. Sunday's got a predicted high of 108. Ugh. Yeah, so those temperatures are going to be over hundred, well over 100 most days.
3: Sunday's your golf day. Does that mean you still plan on going during a 108 day?
1: You know, I'm looking at it, and I was already thinking along those lines. Fortunately, the winds are going to be light. So.
3: so perfect golf play.
1: I don't know, though, but... And when you it don't, gets you don't that like, hot, you kind of do want a little bit of a breeze to cool things off. But.
3: but do you go, like, super... You're not the one that goes super early in the morning, right? No. Like, at, when it's cool still, like, that 7 or 8. be smart. Yeah.
1: Or go, like, at 5 o'clock. In but the morning? It, no, 5 o'clock at night. It's still light. You know, it's still hot. What are you it's going to be hot for a couple hours. Um. Yeah, I would... I'm gonna say I'll probably play, even though it's 108. But just because the winds are gonna be light, nice. I'll probably take like a wet towel
3: <laughs> or
1: something. <A laughs> wet blanket? No, not a wet blanket. This weather brought to you by Wet and Wild. Right now, season passes for Wet and Wild on sale at Area Circle K or online at WetWild.com. Just 59.99 plus tax. It is obviously going to be a hot summer, so make your wet and wild plans early. Get the best deals on tickets at Area Circle K's or online at wetwild.com. That's wetwild.com. Uh, before we get back into our news headlines, we had a few more. Here is, uh, is it Marit?
4: Mar- yes, please.
1: Hi. Mar- Hi, Marit. Good morning.
4: <laughs> My, na- My name is Merritt.
1: Oh, Marit. All right.
4: It's hard. Yeah, it's a German name.
1: All right. Hi, Merit.
4: <laughs> so I'm from Germany, and I live in El Paso since one year now, and I just heard your comparison about the car that ran into people in Germany and the shooting that happened in Uvalde. I don't know who brought the, the comparison up, but you both said it's not working.
1: I said that I didn't think it was a fair comparison, and they yeah. usually in this country, they bring it up, like people who don't want the gun laws to change at all will say, they'll point to something like this or something like the Christmas Day in, uh, I forget where that was. That was either Germany or England, but they'll say. Yes,
4: that cars are not a legal weapon, and although you're not supposed to shoot people, more shoot deers or whatever when you're a hunter, but it is absolutely logic what you can do, with a weapon or with a rifle, or and a car is not made to kill people or kill anyone.
1: Right. I guess I would say the it's point. Not a fair
4: comparison.
1: The I, I agree this is not a fair comparison. I guess what the people would say is, well, a gun is only a weapon if it's used as by a, a weapon. person. Yeah. Like I say, yes, the but, argument doesn't make a, doesn't hold a whole lot but, of water. But
4: even if they bring it up, you have to say that Germany did do a lot after this incident. So on all the Christmas markets, there were those big baton kind of things in the way, so nobody could do oh, it again.
1: Okay. The Christmas market was Germany, right, right Merit?
4: Was. Yeah, that was Germany. Yeah, 2016, and, and I, I was, think. Yes, and I was in Germany at that time. So after that, nobody felt really comfortable to go on a Christmas market, but they put on big baton walls around the market, so this cannot happen. So if somebody compares the car thing with the weapon here... They have to say that Germany did something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. That's
1: a good point. It, it was a problem, so Germany did something yes. about it to make it more yes. difficult. All right, got Absolutely. it. Absolutely. All right, thank you, Merit. Yeah. Thank you for the call. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Okay, goodbye. There's Merit from Germany. Sounds like Merit said she's lived here for about a year. I love her accent. Yeah. Yeah I,
4: was yeah, I just heard in Nico's news, um, yeah, uh, y'all need to clarify something. Um, y'all mentioned that 80-something percent support uh, background checks uh, for firearms, stuff like that. Well, that's already the law. Whenever you buy a gun from a licensed dealer, you have to have a back, you have to pass a background check to get that gun by the firearm. That's already a law. That's already required. Now, private sales, it's not required. You just have to go by the person's word or uh, know that they can own a firearm. But of course, some, some slip through. Now that, that should be a law where private sales shouldn't require a background check as well. But y'all making it seem like there's no background checks at all. And there is for whenever you buy a uh, firearm from a licensed dealer. So,
3: thanks. That's a good point, yeah, to, to differentiate that. that yes. there, there is a national background law right now that says, federally, any gun sold by a licensed dealer has to has to do a background check
1: on, on them. But I think when, when people are talking about background checks, they're they're talking about making it more comprehensive, making it cover those person to person sales or gun, uh, gun show loopholes, closing those up. Although this guy just went to a gun shop on his 18th birthday, apparently walked out with his, with his brand new gun or guns. Mm hmm. um,
3: that's a good point. What you're saying is maybe making it more comprehensive of a background check, d- delving a little bit deeper into people's background.
1: I have bought guns before, and they make you fill out paperwork, and what some of the questions are. And this is you you get to answer. Are you insane? No.
2: Definitely not.
1: Are you a convicted felon? No. 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 Were you dishonorably ch- discharged from the military? Maybe. Anyway, all these questions, then they take your form, and maybe I get on fast track because you know I'm already in the system, and I. Had You're a, a
3: white straight male.
1: No, that's not what I was going to say. But I already had my Texas uh, concealed carry, you know, so maybe it worked a little quicker sure. for me. But ten minutes, fifteen minutes, I guess they enter it in, goes through an FBI background check, and it comes back out. Um. It's not stringent. Mm-hmm. And Could be a little bit more thorough. I guess if you haven't done anything, if you're eighteen like the Uvalde shooter was, I I don't know if he had a criminal record. He just turned eighteen. You know but what even, I mean?
3: Even juvenile juvenile things should be part of but a red flag. There are law. plenty of
1: these shooters that don't have a criminal record. That mine that it probably not gonna show up on the background checks as we have them. And probably even if we tighten, made background checks tougher, if you've got an eight, somebody who just turned 18, they're probably not going to have an extensive criminal record. They're probably not going to have been dishonorably discharged from the military. It's probably, they're probably going to pass their background check. And, uh, the Republican lawmakers are, are indicating that raising the age to purchase an AR is probably just off the table. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Mm -hmm.
3: That seems like one of the least controversial ones,
1: because who are you offending? Your 18 year old constituents? Well, I mean, anybody goes into the military, and at 18 they're getting trained on how to use like a full on M16. I know it's going to say, "Hey, it's kind of uh, if you don't trust people to own a gun at 18, why do you trust them to go in the military? Why do you trust them to?" Those same
3: people can't drink right now. Yeah, that's true. So you can't drink until you're 21 either, yeah. and a lot of them still do when they go into the military. Um, what I'm saying seem like mixed
1: signals, where it's like, well, yeah, you know, we try and recruit people directly out of high school for the military, but we don't want them to to own a gun of their own until they're 21 or a, this kind of gun, anyway. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but <clears throat> we probably got to take a break soon. How many more stories do you have?
3: Oh, just a couple.
1: All right, well let's let's hit those real quick.
3: All right. The Fairness in Women's Sports Act, which bans transgender women for, from participating in women's sports, will now become law in Louisiana. Louisiana Governor John Bell Edwards took no action on the Republican-led bill by the end of the legislative session, allowing the bill to become law. Louisiana joins Indiana, Oklahoma, Arizona, Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Iowa, Mississippi, Montana, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, and West Virginia in banning transgender girls from sports that align with their gender identity. There have been more than 300 bills targeting the LGBTQ communities across the country. Several major athletic organizations, including the NCAA, the Olympics, and the governing bodies for U.S. National Sports Leagues, allow transgender women to compete against cisgender women. Four families of children injured in last month's school shooting in Uvalde, Texas, are suing the gunman's estate. The lawsuit against the dead shooter is seeking $100 million in damages. The families are also looking for answers about how the gunman was able to get into the elementary school. The attorney who filed the suit on behalf of the family said his team is looking into the shooting and how the suspected shooter bought an AR15 and ammunition. As we told you, 19 students and two teachers were killed and 17 other children were injured during the attack at Robb Elementary School. Well, what- I don't know
1: what his estate is comprised of, but it does not sound like he came from a the shooter doesn't sound like it came from a really advantaged uh, background. I think it is more of a show
3: suit than anything. One aim of the suit is to gather findings about the response by law enforcement and the way other parts of the incident were handled. With part one of the fourth season of Stranger Things being watched by millions like Joanna, people are getting tattoos like the one on the wrist of the character Eleven. The tattoos oh. are just a three-digit number, and people are being warned not to take part in the trend that's been shared by the official Stranger Things Instagram account.
1: Wait, the... the so Stranger Things is kind of endorsing the idea of getting these tattoos? Uh, they're sharing.
3: Other people are getting them and posting it online. And and the Instagram account for Stranger Things is sharing those pictures of them getting the tattoos. Well, so, what, people what, are saying, what's the problem? Well, people are pointing out that the tattoos are very similar to those given to prisoners in Auschwitz and have negative connotations. Yikes. Others are saying that concentration camp tattoos were on the hand. So these being on the wrist means they're different. Either way, I think it's probably not the Having best an
1: idea. ID number on your on, on your, your wrist. Okay. Well why do they do it in the show, Joanna?
2: To mark the kids.
1: Oh, okay. So keeping track of them. her name's yeah.
2: eleven. Her name is eleven.
1: <laughs> why why would the number be anything other than eleven?
2: Because there's more kids.
1: Well, she does she have eleven on her wrist? Well, 0-11.
2: She has 0-11.
3: Oh,
1: I see. It's a, yeah, three digits. And
3: finally, in case you didn't know, there's a movement called No Mow May. Instead of having perfectly manicured lawns, homeowners let their yards become wild so that bees and butterflies, among other creatures, can enjoy a natural habitat. Hey, it's, why are you telling me this now? You've always been doing this. <laughs> no, no, why, why didn't you tell me before me? Well, the totals are in for the last month, and over 5,000 homeowners signed up for the now annual event. The jokes poured in about the shaggy yards, but Israel del Toro, an assistant professor of biology at Lawrence University, says, in the last 50 years, we've really seen a global decline in insect biodiversity and pollinator biodiversity, and we need pollinators to survive. About a third of our crops in the U.S. are pollinator dependent now. Take that as a go-ahead to let your yard grow, and don't be surprised if you see even more wild yards. You know what else you'll see a lot of? What? mosquitoes (laughs) you would no just get rid of the standing water it will be fine no
1: mosquitoes like that deep grass too though
3: (laughs) you've been practicing this trend for for years now are you
1: kidding my yard guy comes over once a
3: week dude you have two dogs that have turned it into their own doggy habitat
1: yeah, it's not terrible. I keep it like the poop picked up. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> These jerks have dug a hole that's almost like four feet deep. <laughs> my two German shepherds have dug a hole in uh-huh. the yard, it just at a random spot that is like four. If I stood in it, it would be up to my. In it? No, it's over by a fence. I think they're trying to escape. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Great Escape. The Great Escape. <laughs> but they're idiots so they don't know that there's like a concrete, irrigation yeah. concrete irrigation canal there's no way they're digging out there i don't know what they're thinking but
3: oh the one next to the okay, oh, yeah, i know what yeah. you're talking
1: about next to the irrigation canal yeah. No, i i think they dig it just to go sit in it like i'll see they them just do. sitting
3: there they just they just lay in the hole it must be nice oh, and cool there's only yeah, it one is. hole is.
1: So they take turns.
2: Oh, they, they share the whole.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they might be trying to add on, make it a double wide eventually. Okay. <laughs> well, With the news, I'm Nico. Uh, all right, let's take a break. Entertainment news and Hollywood notes coming up with Joanna Barba and more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show is on the way right after this.
0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. This is laid to rest by Lamb of
1: God. So that means it's time for a ticket giveaway.
5: Ooh.
1: <laughs> but Joanna has entertainment news, so Nico, can you get uh, contested? And, and let's do the, let's do it this way, because okay. we also have tickets to give away for WWE, which is Saturday at the Pan Am Center. That's right. This could be either one, but you got to choose if you're Ooh. the right caller. Then oh. we'll find out what the winner chose. WWE ticket.
3: tickets or Lamb of God, of God tickets.
1: You can't get both. I bet there are a lot of people who'd love to have both, but it's one or the other. Yep.
3: All right. What do you say? What color?
1: Oh, that'd be a cool prize to give away both, though. Wouldn't yeah, That'd it? be really cool. All right. That's what we'll do tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> but today, oh, I wish I'd thought of that earlier. Yeah. Well, a lot
2: of people <laughs> don't get people's hopes that's up right a now. Hell of an idea. <laughs>
1: I guess there are plenty of. I mean, they're probably Lamb of God, ticket, uh, Lamb of God fans, huge Lamb of God fans who don't care anything about wrestling and vice versa, right? But I bet there's a lot of overlap <laughs> in those two fan groups, too. So, Nico, caller number 10. Caller number and, 10. Okay. And ask which they want the most. Oh, and then nice. we'll have the other tickets left over. So,. Do you understand? Do not give both prizes. Do not play. give both. We might do that tomorrow. All right. I'm or we might be told by Kevin that we that we can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a possibility. Might F this up. All right, but
3: I'm going to go do this Call right number now. 10. Call number 10. Let
1: me get Perfect. the number. 915-910-4995. <laughs> Goodbye, Nico. Don't mess Hello, up. Hello, everybody else. <laughs> 915-910-4995. So if you want to win, Lamb of is. God, or WWE tickets. One
2: or the other. One of the, yeah. You gotta one make a choice.
1: Other. Life's all about choices, folks. Make the right one <laughs> for you. Time for our Hollywood notes and entertainment news with Joanna Barber. Good morning, Joanna.
2: Good morning. Kim Kardashian has uh, been slammed after she compared her efforts to fit into Marilyn Monroe's dress to Christian Bale. In an interview with the New York Times, Kim addressed the controversy surrounding her significant weight loss, to which she said, quote, to me, it was like, okay, Christian Bale can do it for a movie role, and that's acceptable. As you know, Christian Bale is known for his dedicated body transformations. Kim also compared another Hollywood transformation to her own, adding, quote, even Renee Zellweger gained weight for a role. It's all the same She gained me. weight
1: for uh, Bridget Jones, Bridget right? Bridget
2: Jones, and for this new show that she's in, uh... The Thing About Pam?
1: Oh, yeah. I yeah. didn't see that. Well, but I saw her. I saw her made up for it, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, one user shared the interview and wrote, Kimberly, it's time to take a break from the interview, babes. Another sarcastically snarked, the fact that she compared herself to Bale and other actors gaining or losing weight for their job is amazing.
1: Dude, look, look up how much weight... Uh, Christian Bale lost for a movie called The Machinist. He
2: lost sixty two pounds for but his role. But then look how
1: much muscle he put on for, uh, for Batman. Black Knight uh, Dark, what the hell is it not Black Knight. Batman
2: begins.
1: Batman begins, thank you.
2: <laughs> yeah. It was the sixty two pound weight loss. I mean, there's so no he could way be that's when in the machinist and then he had to gain a bunch of muscle for Batman. But that's their job, right? Like Kim wasn't doing this for a job. She was doing this for, for one
1: night only for to wear one Marilyn Monroe's dress. Just let the let the pink dress out a little bit. God. <laughs> <laughs> I heard she didn't she still didn't really fit in it.
2: No, she didn't. Uh and then she did about five minutes on the red carpet and then and she then went
1: to change to something more into, comfortable. No,
2: she changed into a replica. Because so, she had to get the she had to give the dress back. Oh, okay. But in her interview with Vogue, she said it was such a challenge. It was like a movie role. So I guess to her, it was a movie role. There's a
1: part of me that admires people with that kind of willpower for whatever reason.
2: I know, right? (laughs) Like, you gotta put yourself through
1: this when there are Twinkies right there in the cupboard. (laughs) How do you do that?
2: The team behind Joker is ready to laugh it up once again. With
1: filmmaker- <laughs> The team behind Joker's going to laugh at yeah. one of the most depressing movies ever. Yeah. Did you
2: see Joker? I did see it Joker. It was excellent. It was. Filmmaker Todd Phillips recently confirmed he has completed a script for a sequel to his Oscar-winning 2019 film. Phillips shared a cover page to the script co-written with Joker collaborator Scott Silver, along with a photo of star Joaquin Felix reading its pages.
1: Joaquin Felix. I think you want to try that one again.
2: Joaquin Phoenix.
1: Because people will write.
2: I know. (laughs) (laughs) Joaquin Phoenix reading the pages. Phillips also revealed the working title is Joker. Folie à Did I say that right?
1: Fo, fo, uh, how do you?
2: Folie à deux. A reference fo, to adieu,
1: a, a, a delusion shared by two people. Yes. Yeah.
2: All fo, right. Folie. Folie à deux. That is the working title.
1: Ah, We're so excited. that must be See, it's a delusion <gasps> that's
2: shared that's
1: shared That's by two people. So does that mean him and Batman? Because remember, Batman's a kid and Joker. Mm-hmm. Or is it like his protege who may be the real Joker?
2: That's right. I forgot about that scene. <clears throat> <clears throat> anyway, right. no word yet on when it'll come out. Nico's back. Did we get a winner?
3: We did get a winner.
2: What did they choose?
3: What do you think they chose?
2: Lamb of God.
3: Got it. <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, yeah, it was it, Lama God. It was definitely, definitely chose that. It's like, those are going to be the tickets that are harder to get, probably. No yeah, problem. <laughs> like, it wasn't even close. Lembo
2: got God's the concert where Randy Blythe was like, how's everyone doing? And I was sitting down at am all, not that great. Randy had COVID. Did he hear you? No, I don't think
3: he did.
1: Where <laughs> did you go?
2: It was here at the dawn. They were with, did they come Megadeth. Oh, all right. It was it was right after I had you know Landy, recovered from you COVID. know Randy Blythe oh. killed a
1: guy. Did you read my article?
2: Me? No, I did not read yeah. the
1: article.
3: He went to a Chechen prison, not, for not Chechen, Chechen, Chechen Czechoslovakian. Chechen.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, finally. Inventing Anna actress Julia Garner has been offered the role of Madonna in a forthcoming biopic about the pop icon.
1: Brilliant. That's obvious casting. That's a
2: great casting, right? Garner has emerged she the looks favorite. Like, she kind
1: of looks like a young Madonna.
2: Yeah, she emerged as a favorite from over a dozen candidates. The film is set up at Universal Pictures and will follow the early days of the oft-controversial artist and queen of perpetual
1: reinvention. I, so, um... Oh, what's the name? Well, she plays Ruthie on Ozark. What's her name? Uh,
2: Julia Garner.
1: Julia? Julia,
2: Julia Garner. Or
1: Juliet. Julia. Like Julia Goulia? <laughs> okay. Yes. Julia Goulia.
2: <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> what's the reference?
1: What was that reference to? <laughs> what did <you> like- <laughs> <her>? <laughs> Julia Goulia?
2: It going to be Julia Goulia.
1: <laughs> okay, so Julia Garner is British. Is she? I think.
2: No way.
1: Double check she's that. She's got for a me. little
2: British accent.
1: No, no. I think she's a she, she's from the UK. Will Will you double check that no, for she's
2: me? Not. She's or, from New York.
1: What would you say that? I don't know. She just. I just really thought she was British. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, when she once she gets to a certain point in the biopic, when Madonna starts speaking with a British accent, <laughs> after she hooks up with Guy Ritchie. She could just revert back, but now I find out Julia Gulia garner is not even from England. You Wha- know
2: what? She does really good with accents, though. What,
1: what part? You of- look poor.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I do not have time for this. I don't have time for you.
3: What part of the of Madonna biopic will show her taking risque photos when she's like still like sixty three?
2: I wonder if she's also going to be playing sixty three year old Madonna.
3: Because Madonna just put out some photos this weekend of like More like stuff of coming her.
1: out of her. Uh,
3: no, did you
2: see
1: like, those?
3: The ones coming out of her hoo ha? <gasps> was it this More weekend? of her
2: hoo
5: ha. Well,
3: yeah, she was doing like very close, kind of like close ups, but close-ups 50, of her. Hoo-hoo. Fifty Cent was commenting like, please tell somebody to tell her to that chill out. That was
2: old news, Nico. No,
3: this happened two days ago. Again? Yeah.
2: They're at it again?
1: Yep. At it again.
2: With your entertainment news, I'm Joanna Barba.
1: Do I you, gave not... away, you gave away Lamb of God, right? I did give away Lamb of God. Alright, well let's do the wrestling tickets now, okay? Oh, okay. Now get, no, get wrestling. <laughs> sure. Get back in gear. Okay. <laughs> So if you want wrestling tickets, you can say it nicely. <laughs> hey, get to work. Quit slacking. It is
3: okay. Best Friends Day. That's not how best friends talk to All each right,
1: other. Would you please go in there? Yeah, I would love to. caller ten. Call. And this is for WWE tickets. Right? This is for WWE Lamb. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's what
2: WWE Lamb.
1: WWE tickets, uh, and that is the Saturday at the Pan Am Center in Las Cruces. <laughs> Did <laughs> you
2: would, say a number?
1: Not yet. Hey, Nico! About
2: to start answering.
1: I I guess he's going to assume it's ten.
2: Let's all assume ten.
1: All right, we'll go with that. Uh, That's what I think he's thinking. So, (laughs) nine one zero four nine nine five. Hey, have you uh, noticed? Like, I can hardly call any number locally without that area code. I thought it was only going to be some of them were affected, but it's like every number I try and call, you got to put the 915
2: Dude, I don't even try anymore. I just put put 915 915
1: in automatically. All right. It's 915-910-4995. Area code 915-910-4995. I believe Nico is going to give the tickets to call number 10, so good (laughs) luck on
0: that.
1: Let's take a break. We'll come back with our final hour today and more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show is headed your way right after this.
0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show
1: podcast. All right, we're into the final hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show. And we, uh, we do have, in just in case, the winner of the WWE tickets is listening. Nico, get back in touch with them, but make sure they know those tickets are here and they got to be picked up before closed business Friday.
3: Yes, I told him that I thought that the tickets were in-house, but that I would. I have confirmed. I would, they are up here somebody would be in contact with the man and this is me getting in contact with him this is this
1: counts this counts no 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 i need you to let make sure that the make sure that the winner knows to come get the tickets yes i will call carlos back hot today 104 106 actually is the predicted high temperature tomorrow 101 and then those temperatures are going to be up This weekend, I think 108 was the high on Sunday. That's going to be the warmest day that we have so far this year. And that is in your forecast. All right, let's see uh, what else is going on around the world. Joanna, you feeling better? I'm okay. (laughs) Was it 78?
2: It was.
3: Um, When I mentioned your sickness... Mm -hmm. the 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 sickness that you had Mm -hmm. to iggy he was saying oh well i think that's going around because multiple
1: people have been saying that food poisoning is going around no no hey before i tell you about this uh story
2: Mm -hmm.
1: do do gay people buy all this corporate sponsorship of friggin pride month (laughs) (laughs) or do they see it as like i do which is just kind of
2: it's just kind of like
1: uh, Cringy, right yeah no i'm pretty sure they celebrate they, they, uh, no no no, no of but of i'm saying when, celebrate, w- but they, when a company's you know, like oh you know they put out a they wrap their product up in a rainbow f- you know right. packaging or whatever i mean hulu won't stop
3: showing me previews for firefest or fire island fire Sorry. island
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah this just seems i don't know it just seems insincere a lot of times definitely Uh, for gay pride month Burger King in Australia (laughs) excuse me, Austria (laughs) is getting backlash over their pride whopper Uh, it's just like a normal whopper except it comes with two equal buns (coughs) meaning you can get two tops or you can get two bottoms (laughs) (laughs) when you get the pride whopper in Austria it's kind of funny uh. According to uh, Burger King In Austria they say it's just A fun way to promote equal love And equal rights but a lot of people are taking It as like oh You gotta you, You're making a joke about Tops or bottoms
2: Yeah. What if they're a verse
1: <clears throat> What is a verse
2: Oh I'll tell you later
1: oh, Yeah what is that? Do cat's out of the bag you I, gotta tell us now. You should have brought it up If I it.
3: google it will it be weird
2: no.
1: Do you want to save it for an Urban Dictionary word of the day?
2: I wonder if it's an Urban Dictionary.
1: What? Is, how do you spell it? V E R S E. Oh,
3: that means just they they enjoy both. They you know yeah. they wanted to have a top and a bottom switch the, hitter. What? Switch hitter. A
2: switch hitter. <laughs> yeah.
5: Then they should just about. get a
3: regular burger. Exactly. You. <laughs> right. that, that's right. That's
2: a regular burger. A top and a bottom. That's the name of today's episode. A top and a bottom.
1: Yeah, how about, you know, support your support your gay customers 12 months out of the year. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I mean... This, this, just the cutesy way people are trying to attach their product name to... I don't know. Just It all just seems kind of phony. And,
3: well, did you hear Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, no. com- complain that... Uh, that she finds it despicable in America that we only celebrate uh, the soldiers who died for our country one day a year. Like Memorial, Memorial day. day. But we have a whole month for pride, this disgusting lifestyle. Well, she also forgot that May is military month. <laughs> it's, the, no, it's, it's the whole month. The whole month of May is considered
1: military month or military pride, I guess you want to call it. Okay. I'm not going to try and make heads or tails out of what Marjorie Taylor Greene is saying about anything.
3: Well, she was saying that she only thought, "Oh, Memorial Day is the only day that we celebrate the well, military." I, the
1: blacks get a whole month. It's that, you now it's that same boneheaded thing. But I get. But May is Military Month.
3: Oh, okay. So, the military we do celebrate and, and respect our veterans and military.
1: They got a military whopper at Burger King in uh in Austria. Well, let's see 4th of July. I don't know.
3: <laughs> Red, white and blue burger.
2: Remember when they came out with that like dark burger or something?
3: The black uh,
1: the black one with the squid ink? Yeah. Was it squid ink?
2: That's what and made it, was it
1: black. It was the bun that was black. Yeah. It wasn't just the burger that it made black either.
3: Yeah. Oh, your stomach. Mm-hmm. What comes out of your stomach? Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Poop. That is. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think they got it.
1: No. Oh, okay. So, and by uh, that he means. <laughs> I know this is going to be hard for you to believe, but there is some really interesting stuff going on in the world of professional golf.
2: Oh, my
5: God.
1: Oh,
3: no, he's, he's, I don't know if you, you want to talk about the same thing. But I just. You
2: also have interesting stuff from the world of golf.
3: Yeah, I'm weirdly interested in this. So, golf <laughs> has always been regulated by the PGA, right? You've probably heard PGA. Yeah, right? no, no, uh, P- P- PGA, PGA is, in America is in America. The,
1: no, there's the USGA, which oh. is the United. That's, is PGA the whole world? PGA, huh? PGA are the profe- is the professional golfers tour. Yeah. So you can't just be on the... You can be a PGA member if you're like a club pro or whatever, but USGA. Okay,
3: I don't care. That's not the whole point of this whole thing. There's a, there's a competing
1: well, league a competing backed by league the Saudi Arabians. Backed by Saudi Arabia. Okay. okay. And Called the L... I don't know if they pronounce it L-I-V or live Liv. or if it's even like 54 because it's L-I-V. So.
3: Oh.
1: <laughs> well, right. Phil Mickelson, he's this
3: golfer. He's going to be like the new face of this league this live league and they're showing pictures of him (laughs) he's wearing a leather jacket and he has this full beard scruff beard and they're saying that he's giving off and he is giving off way like midlife crisis vibes
2: oh
5: my god like something is going on with
3: Phil Phil (gasps) Mickelson
2: yeah he looks look at his crazy eyes
3: oh that's what they're all saying is that he looks surprised in every photo he's like oh
2: my god golf (laughs)
3: <laughs> like,
1: yeah, that's it.
2: He looks scary.
1: He looks like Hunter Biden after an all-night Coke bender.
2: <laughs> oh my
5: God.
1: <laughs> okay. Dustin Johnson, one of the biggest stars. One of the biggest stars in golf just resigned his PGA membership. Ooh. Dustin Johnson.
2: Okay, he's in this picture with Phil Mickelson. He go
1: resigned on. from because, the PGA oh, because
3: Joanna in the PGA. There, a lot of them are saying you can't go play for the Live League, the Saudi. Arab- if you go, we're not going to give you any more. Like you're, you're done with us.
5: Okay. Well, you're Dustin Johnson said go.
1: that he is resigning from the PGA, and this was during an L. Li- are you saying Live Golf? I'm saying tour? Live. Yeah. All right, I'll go with that until somebody tells me <laughs> it's wrong. This the Saudi Arabian golf golf league. Uh, Dustin Johnson confirmed that he is resigning from the PGA tour. Dustin Johnson says he'll well, continue to play major 54. events. Is it? You you think it could be fifty four?
2: Yeah, because they have like that thing and it says fifty four. Behind Phil Mickelson.
1: Okay. Anyway, they had this uh, press conference, and it wasn't just Dustin Johnson. Uh, Louis Oosthuizen was there. Uh, oh I think yeah, Lee, of course, the Louis famous Louis. Ah, Louis, Louis,
2: Louis. But where does my boy Tony Finau?
1: Tony Finau is, as here? far as we know, is sticking with the PGA Tour. Thank well, God. Joanna, on him. Joanna, See the thing yes. for the, the thing for this. <laughs> what? what are you?
2: Why are you getting so, so
1: they
3: giggly? Had, you guys are so into this. No, I'm no, no. into this. Listen, for let me get to the mate, interest, Let the me get to the interesting of it. part. Well, no, let me explain to Joanna that the, the, live they are giving way more money to the golfers. Oh, the Saudi oh, Arabia okay. one is like they're promising way more money. Yeah, even I know they make a lot. I like, think
1: Dustin Johnson is just like if you come play for us, we will give you 200 million dollars. Yeah. Oh, Before you man. even win a tournament, we will just so give you $200 oil money million dollars. <laughs> But these guys were up on like a panel at the press conference. The reporters were just getting up there uh-huh. hammering about gays and lesbians. The old BGT community is persecuted. Because
3: so, Saudi Arabia, like, no gays are, People are you get actually, murdered uh-huh, you know, right. for being gay. There's a
1: serious lack of human rights going on right, in Saudi okay. Arabia. And these golfers and are golfer's up there. like, I oh, yeah, but I'm getting uh, money. But so. I'm getting $200 million. So at one point during this <laughs> press so much, conference. Listen, look at my
2: crazy eyes. <laughs> uh,
1: after... It's like he's trying to hypnotize you. Yes.
2: I, it's like it follows you. And,
1: an AP writer, a writer for Associated Press, right. got into a shouting match with some of the officials from Live or 54 the really? Saudi Arabia. And they're Saudis. Yeah. He got into a shouting match with them, and they, he was escorted off the premises by security. So that was a big Really? Deal. Wow. Yeah. And a lot of these players are just like, what they want to say is, dude, they backed up a truck full of money. And said they would give it to me,
2: and I'm taking the money. And I'm mm. kind
1: of on the down downward side of the hill in my career for a lot of <laughs> these guys, but they couldn't answer like that. So they said, you know, I'm just concentrating on uh, being uh, a competitor and being good at the game, know, and the, the game and game my, golf. This is a good decision good for game. my family. And the reporters are just hammering them over, you know. Yeah, but what about joining up with something backed by the Saudis who killed a journalist? You remember on the orders of the Sheik, or the head guy in Saudi Arabia, they MBS. killed Jamal Khashoggi? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're bringing that up, and these guys, honestly... I just are, golf, okay? I just hit balls for a living.
2: Phil Mickelson looks like Nicolas Cage playing Phil Mickelson. <laughs> <laughs> That's who it looks like.
1: Uh, so they're grilling. They're basically grilling uh-huh. these guys about joining up with this other tour, and some people are even calling it Anti-American oh. Even though the PGA isn't the American tour It's what does the world PGA tour stand
3: for? Professional, professional, golf Golfers oh. so, professional Golfers Association Professional Golfers Association Do you know what LGB, uh, LPGA stands for? LPG No
1: The Ladies Professional <laughs> Golf Course
2: oh. They have one for the ladies They do
1: uh, The LIV Golf Series is backed by Saudi Arabia's Public Investment Fund uh, that is chaired by Sounds MBS, ridiculous. Mohammed bin Salman, the crown prince of Saudi Arabia. The man that U.S. intelligence totally has identified, killed, yeah. he killed Khashoggi? Well, yeah. he ordered it. Well, he he, well,
2: he, I mean, he, he ordered didn't get his it, hands
1: but, dirty, of course not.
2: He ordered the hit.
1: Uh, Phil has taken some time away from golf, but Dustin Johnson is a huge name. Yeah, but so there's been some chatter and some talk that the PGA might just say, if you join this competing league... You're done. You can't come back. Uh, Dustin Johnson, though, says that he is going to continue to play in the majors. So that would be like the British Open, the U.S. Open, the Masters, the PGA Tour Championship. Although, I'm not sure he could compete on the PGA Tour Championship if he's not a member of the PGA Tour. And probably he couldn't play on on a Ryder Cup team, for instance.
3: So this is a pretty you lost me Things I just wanted getting... to talk about Phil Mickelson's crazy <laughs> Okay. Phil
1: Mickelson
2: looks like Nicolas Cage
1: <laughs> playing Phil Mickelson playing Phil Mickelson mm. tell your <laughs> best friend today that it's National Best Friends Day uh-huh. and see if they'll take you to lunch <laughs> I guess <gasps> what did, what's up
2: you... cause you're my best friend
1: <laughs> am, am I your best friend <laughs> who's your
3: best friend Jonah?
2: Her name is Alex.
3: Oh, does she live I love here? Love her
2: so, yes.
1: Brad Pitt is suing Angelina Jolie over their wine business because apparently she sold her her interest in the wine business to a Russian oligarch. I don't know right. if you've, if you kept up on recent events, you might know that Russian oligarchs are not uh, really. Popular I barely right kept
2: now. up with that sentence.
1: <laughs> okay, Brad Pitt and uh-huh. Angelina uh started wine business when thing when they were on better terms called Chateau Miraval. Okay. Brad says Angelina intentionally sold her part of the company to a Russian oligarch just to make him look bad because he's now in business with a Russian oligarch. They had agreed, uh, according to Pitt, not to sell their interests without the other's consent. His lawsuit claims that she did the deal in secret. The guy she sold to is a Russian oligarch named Yuri Scheffler, is now launching a hostile takeover to take over the entire wine business.
3: You know, Yuri Scheffler doesn't sound evil until you s- just hear the Yuri part. Like, Yuri sounds evil, but Scheffler doesn't.
1: Here's a quote from uh, a legal motion that the that Pitt, uh, Brad Pitt's lawyers uh, put out. Jolie has sought to force Pitt into partnership with a stranger, and worse yet, a stranger with poisonous associations and intentions. Uh, Brad is saying that he is the one who made Miraval uh, wine into a multi-million dollar global business. It is valued at more than $160 million. And he says that she did nothing to contribute to the success of the wine. Joanna, look it up. I think, actually, you would like this one.
2: Brad
5: Pitt
1: wine. Brad Pitt is seeking a jury trial to have the sale nullified. And he also wants damages from his ex. And he wants this to go to court. I think there might be a part of it where they're like, well, Johnny Johnny Depp and Amber (laughs) Heard are over. We're really the only ones who could step up and even come close to that. So... They make a God, lot of, do you remember when Francis Ford Coppola was the only celebrity that made wine? Now everybody—I don't remember that. What? Even Coppola—that's one of the big wine labels. What? You see, you see it at every liquor no. store. They've got Coppola wine.
2: Coppola wine?
1: Oh yeah, I guess it is a wine. Drink. Yeah, and he's been doing it for decades. But now, it almost seems like every rock star or actor has to have. Either a tequila Yeah Or a vodka Or a whiskey mm-hmm. Speaking of which This is a good uh, entree Sometimes you do
3: your liner For black and whiskey Yeah for black and whiskey <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nice we, we were trying to ask Well Buzz Where's your
3: liquor? Because your brand, and then remember, oh, there's Buzz Balls at the uh, yeah. Those <laughs> Buzz Balls, those buzz are balls mine. Those at convenience stores. Those are yours.
1: <laughs> Enjoy my balls this weekend. <laughs> have you ever seen those?
5: Yes, I have. I've that, drank them. Oh
1: no! You've drank Buzz's balls. <laughs> I had the Buzz Balls. Did you drain them? <laughs> <I> did. <sighs> They look like Christmas balls. Christmas ornaments. Yeah, ornaments. That's how big they are, and they sell them at convenience stores. So. There you go,
2: I'm sending you something.
1: <laughs> or maybe like Buzz could have a brand of bath salts. <laughs> Man, they made bath salts illegal. Try some Buzz salt. <laughs> Metallica Blackened American Whiskey. KLAQ is your station for all things Metallica, and we want to send you to see them in Pittsburgh. One of my favorite cities in America is Pittsburgh. Also, you're going to get to attend an exclusive Metallica Whiskey pre-show tasting event hosted by their master distiller, Rob Dietrich. This is going to begin next week on Monday, so be listening. You've got to be 21 or older to enter and win, but qualifying begins Monday. The only way to enter is going to be through the free KLAQ mobile app. So if you don't have the app, it's free download, get it. And you can enter. You can be off to Pittsburgh with a guest. um, Hotel, airfare, you get to go to this whiskey tasting of blackened American whiskey and the Metallica show. So that's coming up on Monday. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We have more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show on the way right after this.
0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Joe and I have enough
1: to do a good news, bad news.
2: Oh, okay. So if
1: you could just pull up the music out. Okay. I haven't really prepped these very well, so <laughs> we're going to see how they go. Alright. Not sure you should be admitting that, but okay. A former burglar wrote uh, an article of tips to prevent break-ins. Uh, A ah. former burglar wrote an article for the for the Mirror, which is an British newspaper, mm. and he came up with ways to prevent. He goes, on your podcast. The uh, whoops called the counselor in cre- the, the con? Mm-hmm. Didn't your con oh, talk right. about uh, his history of beanies, Iggy? Yeah. Did <laughs> yeah. so you just want <laughs> to say the, Iggy? Yeah. The con, but didn't he talk about podcast? like that was that was one of his things before he. You know, got caught was he was, a, he was a burglar.
3: Yes. Iggy the Cholo started cat burgling at 16. Now, what That's he, also the same year he had his first kid.
1: Is a cat burglar the same? Do they do breaking and entering, or no. did he go more for, like, open
3: doors? Yeah. Cat, bur- cat burglars are the ones that try and sneak in. They're not really going to be doing the b
1: So here's what a former burglar says. He says the best way to prevent uh, break-in is also one of the cheapest. Put up a sign that says "Beware of dog." Mm-hmm. Had you heard that before from I, from Iggy? Did he ever give any tips on how to avoid yeah, having a he, burglary? He gave tips, yeah, like you could. What was what, what was one that comes to mind right
3: away? I Think dogs were a thing. Yeah, yeah. dogs were. Or, a or a have
1: dogs, I guess. If you have a dog, the burglar says, "Great," but if you don't, just the sign. He says, "The average burglar." won't risk it, they'll just move I, on to a house that doesn't it, have a
3: dog. You know, I feel like I really have to say this. The, <laughs> the
1: story with the dog and the uh, the the blind man?
3: Oh, I forgot the, completely about that no, I thought that's what you were going to say. No, I forgot. No, that Iggy is not that person anymore. He's 40 years old he's now. He's reformed. <laughs> yeah, he's a reformed, former cholo. Mm. Oh, that's what he wants me to say. He's an ex-cholo. He doesn't let me say he's a cholo anymore. He's an ex-cholo. He is an ex-cholo. Yes.
1: And an ex-burglar. And an ex-burglar.
3: But yes, there was one time where he, he, he has a story about uh, stealing from a blind man. <laughs> oh
2: my god! Like, like in that movie? What's that movie? He's blind. They're robbing him.
1: They're robbing a blind man.
2: Don't and, breathe. Did you get the oh. story from?
1: No. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. But,
2: but then like the blind man fights back. Oh,
1: it turns out he's like, like a daredevil.
3: Yeah. Almost. Oh no, that's not the story at all. It's the, the the,
1: it's the bad guy from Avatar. Yeah.
3: Oh yeah. The, the, the colonel the kind of colonel dude yeah uh, I think in this story the blind guy didn't do anything but he had a seeing eye dog and the seeing eye dog could set, set, like was making noise at Iggy uh,
1: he says uh, a lot of signs could be deterrence. this is the former burglar not Iggy a different former burglar <laughs> just buy one of the signs that says you have a security system installed mm-hmm. they cost about five bucks and you can get them on Amazon You don't actually have to install the system because the sign is going to deter most burglars, according to this guy. Could that be true? Yeah. Or do you think burglars, don't you think burglars know most of those signs are fake? No,
3: I don't think burglars are looking to solve any complex problem. I think they want to get, they want the job as easy as possible. So So it's like,
1: oh, guess what? There are a lot of other houses that don't have a dog or don't have a sign that says they have a security system. So just pass this one over. Yeah. Um, and I guess probably ring doorbells have made a a huge difference. Huge, right? yeah, absolutely about, about burglars. I mean, you like if you have one of those. As a, if I were a burglar, I would be thinking, well, there's a good chance they they have other cameras in the backyard too. You know, if you're going to yeah. go in and break in from the backyard or whatever, you can't even ding dong ditch anymore. You'd get busted for doing ding dong ditch. Well, there's a camera on the doorbell. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, those are uh, that's advice from uh, a former burglar, a former prisoner on TikTok.
3: <laughs> what is kind of telling- what
1: thread were you in? <laughs> You're just looking at. <laughs>
3: yeah, what's
2: the? Why is this the theme today? This is
1: just basic prep, so- guys.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
1: uh, I was just watching Shawshank. Kerry Carrie-, <laughs> Carrie Blackinger is a former professional skater who ended up going to prison for drugs. All right. And answers questions on TikTok about her life behind bars at a woman's prison. In this clip, she explains uh, they weren't allowed to have chocolate for a very weird she thinks reason. I've definitely had some of those liquor-filled chocolates that make you think. Like, the chocolate is in the form of a liquor bottle. Like, that's the shape it's in. No, That definitely makes you think that there's liquor inside those chocolates. That's chocolate liqueur. There is liquor in those.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's liquor in those. Oh, then
1: what's she talking about?
0: She
3: just explained it. The difference between chocolate liqueur and a chocolate liquor. I guess the chocolate liquor is a byproduct of the chocolate making process. could be just a chocolate alcohol. I can imagine
1: in a woman's prison, especially, there's always demand for a good liquor. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, here is, is former. It, is it worth any more reaction? <laughs> no.
5: <laughs>
1: Chocolate, vanilla, whatever. Uh, here is former inmate Carrie Blackinger uh, talking about why she carried and why most prisoners carried a Bible around. That's right? where you put your shiv. Yeah. In the Bible, that's not what she says.
3: Yeah. What? You got to write them in your religious book. She can't. They're not allowed paper and pins because right, they take you everything take... away except your Bible. What about a pin? I guess you would need that if she has the Bible. I think
1: they. What's with the I don't addresses? Know. Why wouldn't? They yeah, why them? would you need a dr- uh, to write people? You got all kinds of time. Really, the, the oh, only way. Good point. I don't know. do they let prisoners have Phone emails calls? now? They uh, or emails. Yeah. And I'm basing it all on Orange is the <laughs> New Black. <year>. Right? <laughs> they had freaking cell phones in there. I mean, did you ever see contraband, the... contraband, but yeah. Speaking of liquor. Good show. Are you ready for the good news, bad news of the week? Are you? Woo! No, not really. This is going to oh. be very, very oh. Oh, skin of our not? teeth type of stuff. No, go ahead. I'm ready okay. to do it. Be confident. Look at some of the stories that have made headlines recently. And what we attempt to do in Good News, Bad News is look at both sides of the story. The positive and negative. The dark cloud, but also the silver lining. And we're going to begin today with. Good news. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson survived a no confidence vote by Parliament. Wow. Good for him. The same cannot be said for his barber. (laughs) <laughs> good. Where's my bell? <laughs> wait, what? What do you need bell for? Just so
2: that when ding. they're funny, I can. Oh, bang. so you
1: can register approval? Yes. Got it. <laughs> bad news. Yeah, bad news. Columbia University is cutting ties. Oh no. <laughs> I haven't even... Yep. Cutting ties with who?
3: Oh, I just... you know It's bad that they're cutting ties.
1: They're cutting ties...
2: <laughs> with who?
1: Dr. Oz.
3: Oh, no! <laughs> there you
2: go. There you go.
1: Some good news for Dr. Good, Do- yeah, good news! Yeah, Dr. Oz is still a distinguished board member of the New England Journal of Miracle Diet Berries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good news. Good news. LeBron James... Uh just reached billionaire status.
3: Good for him. Wow.
1: And he's also the highest paid athlete in the world. He earned last year a total of $126 million. Woo!
3: That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, what's bad? about What could be bad about that? If you
1: crunch the numbers. That works out to $1 million per Lakers loss this season. <laughs> <laughs> bad news. This is uh, bad news. Uh, you know the Louvre is this famous museum in Paris. Yeah, the Louvre, mm-hmm. and the Louvre reports that the average visitor only spends about 15 seconds looking at the Mona Lisa. Oh, and what I've heard before is that in person, it's it's kind of underwhelming. It's not a very big picture, mm-hmm. and uh, so the Louvre's reported that that people spend only an average of 15 seconds looking at the Mona Lisa. Mm. I have advice Goodness. for the Mona Lisa. It's the same advice that I I tell all women: if you want people to pay you more attention, you need to smile more. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, She's smiling a little bit. But come yeah, on, yeah, come on, girl, come just on. Passive aggressive her. smile. You can look so much prettier if you yeah, if smile. You smile. People might look at you for longer than fifteen seconds. <laughs> oh my! God. That is the good news, bad news of the week. <laughs> Woo! <Thank you>. Nice. <laughs> Let's take a break, and we'll come back. We've got one more segment left in today's show, and more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show is on the way right after this.
0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast.
1: There's a new episode of Obi
0: Wan Kenobi
1: <laughs> on Disney Plus today. Uh-huh. I actually tuned in. I went over to to Disney Plus like at eight. <laughs> just uh-huh. to see if they hadn't released it a couple hours earlier. Had but they, they? No, they hadn't. Do you want me to give you any spoilers for this one? Yeah, I don't care. Really? Yeah, I'm
3: fine. I could tell Buzz you. Buzz
2: does not care.
3: I feel like there might be some things he cares about, but we we haven't found it yet. Uh, tomorrow, uh, Justin Underwood will be coming in, and he said that he's down to talk about Obi-Wan, you know, every Thursday, basically, with, with Buzz. Aww. Oh. Okay. And he's well, like, you, "You
1: can talk to me about spoilers." Our after our after buzz last Thursday, like about half of it was me talking about how amazing Obi-Wan is on uh Disney Plus. Mm-hmm.
2: You really love it.
1: I do. <laughs> Have you caught up with the Boys yet? No. Cuz there's going to be a new episode of that either oh, tomorrow or man. Friday.
2: No, I was dying all weekend.
1: Boys on Amazon. Yeah, but you, I mean, come on. If you're sick, you're just perched in front of a TV anyway, right?
2: I was sleeping.
1: Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I
2: had to sleep the sickness away.
1: A few articles on our uh, on our website KLAQ.com. dot com. Nico says uh, we're on the verge of a housing bubble. Not just us, but what the hell is a housing a bubble? bubble? A bubble
3: is usually when there's a huge demand for prices and a, a lot of demand for prices. I'm sorry, there's a huge demand for homes or houses while prices um, are constantly going up, and yeah, that the, describes the housing market,
1: definitely here, but well other places too,
3: and quickly too. In the United States, in one month, the price of, of homes went up by. Seven percent, and the median home price in the United States for a home right now is four hundred and forty thousand dollars
1: that's that's across the entire United States yeah, the
3: median home price across the United okay. States uh, in Texas, the median home price for a home is three hundred and fifty thousand dollars that 's up five a five percent from just one month ago, and in El Paso, the average price for a home is about two hundred and eighty thousand dollars and That's average price for average median. Well, median, I should say, because it's it's right. There's a difference between average and and median, Median. and um, and that's up at one percent from just a month ago. That's a huge increase in prices for just a one month span of time.
1: Veronica writes about an adults only water park in Texas. So, oh, right. When I hear adults only, I'm like, is this a swinger thing? But it looks like it's just a place where you go and they, you can drink. There's a swim up. You know what it sounds like? It sounds like the the pools they have at, at hotels in Vegas. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Like yeah. those are those are adult swimming pools. Yeah. I don't know if kids aren't allowed, but all there's you see some, are grown ups.
2: Yeah, there's some that it's only adults because it's also some of them are topless top list list. optional.
1: Are they See, really? That's yeah. what I'm thinking. If this is an adult one, I'm wondering if you whip at off one your top. and then they were own. like,
2: "Oh, the adult one is on the top floor." So we went, and we were like, "Whoa!" Topless.
3: Topless. Topless.
1: <laughs> Adults-only water park called the Cove is in College Station.
2: How far is that?
1: What? How far is it?
2: Yeah.
3: College Station. We'll on the other side yeah, it's like nine state.
1: ten hours.
2: Hot damn.
1: Adults escape reality and enjoy a vacation in Texas, a massive amazing. lazy river, a surf machine, a swim-up bar.
3: Oh, that sounds so fun. Can I tell you, as that a 32-year-old single guy, uh-huh. like that sounds like the type of place I'd love to go to with my friends, and we would have a fun time.
1: And, and you'd never take off your t-shirt, would you? Of course I would. I don't would mind. You? Okay. Screw you! What? what? Screw you! And your, your fat body. <laughs> you guys.
3: What I was gonna say was that it would be nice to go to this a place. Is best
1: friends date, buddy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what I was gonna say it'd be nice to go to a place, and yeah, having kids around really, you know, cramps the vibe or the style. Like you can't. Yeah, for sure. Right? You can't just be yourself. You can't talk. You, you feel like you have to be you know clean. And you can't, you know, just, clean. No, I meant the, the, the words you use. You're you clean can't whip a booby g- out. Yeah, you can't just whip it out. <laughs> I don't know. Also, is there like uh, the idea that when I go to like a water park or pool and there's kids around, I just know there's pee. I just know there's pee. <laughs> and,
1: You're one in band
3: aids. I'm not pee in your pool. That's gross. I'll pee
5: under, in your the the yard. Yard. In the yard. Yeah.
1: Where but the dogs? Not in the pool. Where the dogs go?
3: Me
5: pee next to
1: the dogs. Who wrote? Okay, so this is an article, and I don't know if it was Joanna or Veronica. I but I've been got here a, all week. No, 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 but this is an older article oh. about there are some bars that are raising their minimum oh, age I limit. Did. Is that yours? Yeah. Is this a trend or just like one or two bars?
2: It's like one or two bars in San Antonio who have raised the age limit. One is uh, twenty five and over, and the other is thirty and over.
1: Oh. And so I wrote. And, an and if you show like, up and you're twenty eight or twenty nine, and yeah, they're like, "You're they not old you enough to get into this bar." Yeah. Well, and what's the reasoning behind it?
2: Um, you know, just because some of them don't think that it's worth for twenty one year olds to damage their bar and stuff.
3: Oh, it's it's more of a proactive damage thing. Yeah, I, so, or just that, or, or do just, you want to create the ambiance for thirty? Yes. Like, Adult thirty-year-olds,
2: right? And so I wrote, and uh, the original article was like, "Hey, there's these bars that exist. How would this do in El Paso?" And then the comments that I saw were people were for
1: it. Well, that was a that's a very popular article because it keeps sho- <laughs> it keeps showing up in my stream. Sweet. What do you think?
2: I would love a bar that's like thirty and over.
3: Yeah, no, I think that would be pretty cool because it would kind of chill Music, the vibes out. Maybe, right. Music
2: know. at a reasonable level. All instead the, of people doing cocaine <laughs> in the bathroom,
3: there's Tums. Okay, well what <laughs> bars are you going to?
2: <laughs> Don't worry about it.
3: <laughs> because I've definitely been to hipster bars in town that have a very chill out vibe to them. And right. you know yeah, there's yeah. No, I've definitely been to those bars. There's no twenty one year olds there. Right. There aren't? Not at those type of bars like uh like at a hipster bar? Yeah. Like, that's where the people who are serious about drinking go. Like, they want to taste their alcohol oh, they like a craft
1: want to... beer place or whatever? Yeah. Or they... But they can't bar somebody who's 21. No. I mean, in. no, no. No. But, like, on Cincy, what are all those? Those are all the bars where you just see, like,
5: oh, God, little I, I, kids. I, feel I remember when I aged out of Cincy. Cincy.
1: I was about the age I've you are now. i aged out of it. Yeah. Oh, the I age you guys so are now. I remember I was there with my friend. We used to go to Cincy and I have a drink. And we looked around. And it was like, everybody looks like they're 21. And they're all wearing. Cincy you know, is where
2: I partied on my twenty-first birthday.
3: Mm-hmm. Right, and now so I we go to rock, there, we Now I go v- to Rock and Cigar Bar, which is on Cincy, and you, it's all and the they old have the rocking chairs. Pe- yeah, they have the rocking chairs. It's <laughs> all the old people smoking, and they're just looking at young p- kids outside. Like, uh,
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. It'd suck to be them. <laughs> Uh, so most of the people said, "Yeah, yeah, they like were diff- down
2: for like a bar that's twenty five and over." Yeah, but what, what's going to happen
1: when they when somebody says, "You know what? These thirty year olds are causing too much problem."
3: Forty and over, forty and over. over. 40 right. and over
1: I want to see the sixty and over bar. <laughs> it's called acid <Ossetunas. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's true anymore. That's great. Memorial daycare. <laughs> All right. Well, we got to start wrapping things up. But we're going to have more tickets through the day for Lamb of God. God. You want me to play that Lamb of God clip a little (laughs) little more? Do you want to hear it without the music in the background? Yeah. Okay. So this is uh, Laid to Rest by Lamb of God. (laughs) Lead singer is Randy Blythe of Lamb of God. And I've got an article up. He had... He had one hell of a decade Starting in 2010 he, he spent a few days in a Czech A Czechoslovakian prison Oh my god uh, At a 2010 concert in Prague A fan had gotten up on stage multiple times And at some point I guess eyewitnesses Said that Randy Blythe pushed a guy off stage He landed on his head mm-hmm. Went oh. into a coma and ended up dying So the next time Lamb of God went to Czechoslovakia They arrested him at the airport Oh, Clapped him in jail and then put him on trial. And, and he, he said the jail in the Czech Republic was not great. No,
2: I would imagine, yeah.
1: Uh, anyway, here's what just the vocal, Randy Blythe's vocal parts from that song isolated.
5: Stupid.
1: Doesn't it sound like Cookie Monsters (laughs) off his
5: meds?
0: (laughs) Me want Cookie! Me not playing around!
5: (laughs) <laughs>
1: uh, we'll have more tickets for Lamb of God throughout the day and also throughout the week on the morning show when and before you can buy them as those tickets go on sale for the October 16th tour date at the Don Haskins Center this Friday 10 a.m. is when tickets go on sale so all the tickets we have to give away this week are when and before you can buy them good luck on that let's take a uh, well take a 20 hour break and we'll be back uh, tomorrow at 6 a.m. we'll talk to you then so long